Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Good Friday evening, everybody. Welcome to the final podcast of the Season 23 Big Brother, um, made possible by the Whispers groups, a.k.a. Missy AE, Jim Early. So, I'm Melissa, your host, and we have our co-host, Steve. Hi, Steve. Yep. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Uh, we also have Reggie joining us uh, here right Good. at the, uh, the, top of the, uh, the top of the show here. Uh, we Good. have been through a historic 85-day season, and in my opinion, it, is defi- it was definitely well worth the finish. I'll put it that way. And might I add, uh, a little pat on the back goes to the Missy AE podcast because I believe we predicted from the very beginning in our cast assessment podcast that Xavier would indeed win the season. Yeah, um, I we knew. I kind of knew that it was going to be an African American who won. I was hoping it would be Tiffany, but. You know, um, I'm I'm thankful that Xavier won. I would have died had Derek F won. Um, that would have been a shit show. But uh, <laughs> I'm so relieved that the season is finally over. Um, it was a long one, especially when you know, all of your favorites start getting knocked out, you know, one right after the other. It's like it's really hard to get through the last. I I swear I quit watching the the uh, live feeds there the last couple of weeks. Once Tiffany was gone, Tiffany and Hannah, it was like, why? You know? Um, I don't know. I just you kind of just kind of lose your excitement for the season. I was sweating yeah, bullets, did. hoping and praying. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I was I was just going to say it, it did seem to be very very predictable towards the end of the season, especially after uh, after Tiffany went and then. Hannah was basically the last the last chance that they had of of uh, maybe providing some excitement because I mean everybody the, with the way that Xavier was playing this season everybody could have seen the Kyland eviction coming a mile away. Oh yeah, I knew it. I knew it for sure. I knew that Xavier wasn't going to take him. You know, I just knew he yeah. wasn't. I mean, I think the only thing we didn't we didn't uh, you know bet on was how Kyland would leave the game uh, in such a bitter way, to where he would actually throw Xavier's family into the into the equation. And he tried to claim uh, uh, this is what I thought was so funny. He tried to claim that it was misconstrued 
uh, his his meaning of even bringing him uh, bringing up uh, Xavier's nephew Kobe was uh, that the meaning of it was misconstrued. Which, if anybody saw right. the episode, if anybody saw the episode and saw him, you know, the official live eviction, it's, you know, it it it, it, it it's very clear what the intent was. Yep. Yep, Earth. He wanted to call him out and, and, you know, make everybody think that he was a a meanie, but for not doing what he said he was going to do, basically. But Re- Reggie, you know? what are your what are your what are your thoughts, Reggie, on how the finale played out? Uh, do you think that there could have been any other result that fans would have liked? Uh, you know, that would have actually made Big Brother 23 stand alone as as a strong season, or was Xavier really the only option that could be acceptable? I think Xavier, I mean, it says this every year, everybody does, and I've never believed it, but this year I think Big Brother had an agenda, and I know that they have to, you know, they've changed their ruling and they're going to have equal, you know, uh, people of color, whites, et cetera. Um, I think Xander was picked from the get-go. I really do. I wish Tiffany could have stayed in longer. I loved Tiffany. I felt Mm -hmm. that she deserved it, um, as well as maybe... um, no, just Tiffany. Tiffany and Xavier. I wish they would have been in the final two. Um, or Tiffany and Big D, and then Tiffany would have walked away with it. Big D is the one that really surprised me of how ugly he got at the end when there was just the three of them, or even the four of them. And and I didn't like what what he became. I felt embarrassed for him. But then again, I'm thinking, well since I work kind of like that, um, he feels entitled and he's probably been so spoiled all his life. He doesn't even know any different. So, yeah, yeah, I wish, I wish Tiffany would have won. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that Derek is definitely spoiled and I think that he does not, um, he does not remember that there are live feeds. And the live feeders know what he said and did and what he did not do. And he's trying to come across to the um, casual viewer and gaslight him, talking about how well, all the things that he did. And I was just him and Xavier that pretty much did everything in the cookout. And they were the stars of the show, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Derek, I'm sorry, son, but we saw you. We know who you are. Yeah, and the way he treated some people, if he did that because he forgot the cameras was on or, you know, he just grew accustomed to it, how is he – my worry was 
how is he towards his mama? My mama's gone. So, I mean, I get very emotional about that. And I'm thinking, what a big spoiled wussy baby. He, I hope he's good yeah. to his mama. I really do. I pray he's good to his mama. So. Well, literally, well, he's you know, the, the, this, the whole thing, the whole thing with Derek, though, is, you know, call him, call him spoiled because, I mean, you know, if you grew up as the son of, of one of the sons of Smoking Joe Frazier, of course, you know, there's going to be money involved at some point. Although, you know, there is that claim that he did die broke to the point of where they had to have Floyd, uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, literally paid for, uh, for Smoking Joe Frazier's funeral uh, costs out of his own, out of, out of the kindness of his heart. Um, you know, the, just the fact that Derek's uh, Derek's family supposedly, I guess, did not have enough money to cover the the funeral costs. But you know, I kind of I kind of agree with what you said, Reggie. The just the way he acted, it seemed kind of self righteous. You know, entitled. Like he uh-huh. felt because he because he made it to the final two that he was supposed to be handed the win, uh, that there was you know, there was nothing that anybody else did uh that could top him. And by the way, did you guys know he created the cookout? Yes, the, I heard uh, that jury, over and over again. Which the Unbelievable. jury the jury laughed at. The, ju- the jury laughed at him. God knows how much, uh, you know, when it co- when it comes to talking about creating the cookout. First off, you know, let's just get this out there for the final time this season. Derek F. didn't do shit except lay around, maybe socialize a little bit, and complain and fail at competitions. Mm-hmm. Tiffany was the one doing all the doing all the hard work, pulling all the strings until her own strings ended up getting cut. Yep. Exactly. Way, but he's gonna Derek, take credit he's taking credit for it. He goes, I know that people say that Tiffany's in, it was me and Xavier. Actually I'm the one that was going around and planting the seeds to make sure that those people that needed to go home, went home, blah, blah, blah. Oh, crap. He's just trying yeah. to pull the wool it's... over everybody's eyes. Exactly. I The whole thing with Big D is just, you know, he, you know, I'm running out of words to say about him because of how, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell if, I, c- I couldn't tell if the D in his name stood for diva, dumbass, or as you said, Melissa, delusional. Mm-hmm. Because he really overvalued his game, whatever there was of it. When mm-hmm. and now I understand, I understand. You know, it's it's easy for us to watch it, and you know, while there actually doing the stuff inside the game. But, I mean, come on. Does he really think that he created the cookout? 
Yes, in his mind, I swear he thinks that. I swear yes. he feels like he carried Aza uh, or Aza all the time. I, in his mind, I do believe he believes everything. He thinks that he carried Tiffany too. Yes, yes. Um, I think, and yeah. you know, he he believes whatever he he thinks and sleuths. Is that a, the the word sleuth? Uh, you know, like spills, says, whatever. Views. <laughs> Sometimes my words don't come out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, let's get let's get Laura's uh, thought. Let's get Laura's thoughts on this. Uh, Laura is joining us now. Uh, Hi, Laura. Hey, Laura. Hi, hey, guys. Hey, hey. We, we've How been, are you? We've, uh, we've been discussing the, obviously, the final three, and just the fact that Derek thought he did all of this stuff during the season when yet, hell, the jury was even laughing at him every single time he answered one of their questions. Who was laughing? I mean, I'm... Do- the jury, all of the jury, yeah. were literally yeah. laughing at him, including one yeah. of the biggest well, eye rolls I've ever seen by uh, by Hannah while she yeah. while, <laughs> while he was answering. Well, I think um, you know. Did you read the interview that was done by Parade that um, that Tiffany did? No, I did um, not. Okay, well. Um, Tiffany actually admitted that he, you know, I hate to say this because I'm shocked, but that he actually um, did, did his, he did think of the group, not, he didn't name the group, but he, he, let me just, um, I'll try to find, um, um, exactly what was said, but like I've got an excerpt somewhere of that uh, interview. Just a sec here. Um, it is right here. So she was asked by Parade. She said they asked her several times throughout last night's episode. People like Xavier and Big D were claiming credit for creating the cookout. Considering the large role you played in it, what was your reaction to others creating a bigger part for themselves in the narrative? She says, we all walked in that door and saw five other individuals relative to ourselves. We decided unanimously and unspokenly that we would target, we would not target one another. Big D did make it a point to go around to each of us and say to us, hey, listen, we're all working together. We're going to make sure we all work together to get to the end. He kind of formalized it, but it was something that we all collectively knew we would not, uh, that we w- w- would uh, do. We would not go against each other. Xavier did put the name on it, of the cookout, then I came up with the master plan. So essentially, we all had a role in the cookout to get where we got to. Then she goes on to say, quite quickly, but of course, men with egos love to take credit. 
so you know what they'll all say. I did this. Big D, Big D wants to get a Joker tattoo holding the Aces, Kings, and Queens cards in his hand like he carried us all the way. She says Big D didn't win one competition. That was her comment on the cookout. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you know? He didn't I mean, win one competition. No, but they are. But she did give him some credit, right? Mm-hmm. So I yeah, don't know that's what fine. to say. You know, but he's, you know, he didn't do a sh- do shit in in the show, Mm-mm. really. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, um, no, no, no. He didn't. No, he didn't. And the other thing is when uh, I think Xavier, when he walked in the house and he saw Big D and he got to know Kyland, he thought, I'm not sure. I'm going to take, I'm going to make a final two with these guys. One of them is a weak player because, you know, he is overweight. He doesn't look like he can win competitions, you know, like the at least the um, um, ones that take physical energy, right? Uh, and he made a final two with him, and he made a final two with Kylan, knowing that he was a comp beast too. Boy, was he smart to do that, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, absolutely. I mean, you know, so if he lost Kylan, he had Big D. He knew he could win against Big D, always. So, you know, um, he was pretty smart right from the get-go. Right? Yeah, no? yeah right. he was. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Uh, you know, like I, I've been kind of thinking, um, you know, who, like, I mean, who else would, would like, it would have been a huge disappointment if Big T won. Um, just huge. Yeah, huge. but I knew not it just that, but I, his, not, I, I, not just that, but his already ma- his already massive ego would be the size of all of California if he were to have. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking more at Canada, but go ahead. <laughs> well, okay, okay, fine. We can throw we can throw Canada in there. His ego would be about the size of Canada if, you know, he were to have somehow gone on to win the season, which, uh, yeah, let's face it. If there were betting odds, if anybody would have put money on Derek F. winning the season after the season he had, then uh, we'd have quite a few rich people uh, in the United States at this point. Just off yeah. of that, uh, off of the Big Brother finale. But luckily, uh, apart from one bitter ass jury member, yeah, I'm looking at you, Kylan. Even though you voted for Xavier, it's clear as day you're still fucking bitter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, ju- ju- just just based off of. Uh, I mean, both him and Xavier were still trading barbs with each other on finale night to where uh, Xavier even said, you know, put personal feelings aside and vote for who played the best game. And yet uh, Kylan seized the moment and threw one last dig in there uh, by mentioning children 
which yeah. obviously is a jab at Xavier uh, and his and his nephew that he always talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I, you know the, the guy um, I, personally with Kylan, I feel there's a screw loose. I I I really do. Like, um, who would go to that extent? To I mean, it's irrational. Um, and especially on national TV, come on, you know, like you're just making a fool of yourself. It's, it's, there, there's a screw loose. Like you don't know, I don't know who, who did that. Um, the only one that did that was, uh, Howie when he, you know, when he was go, you know, when he was leaving, he, Howie took, uh, um, Boogie's hat and threw it, right? Um, that was immature yeah. behavior on the part of Howie too. But then Howie at that time was pretty immature anyway, right? Um, I don't know. Like I, I thought Kyland reacted poorly. Kyland, I think there's something missing, like a a chip missing. I I don't know. Like normal a normal person, even though they're they may be upset or whatever they still react with class you know i mean look at tiffany she reacted with a great deal of class when she was evicted you know so mm-hmm. i don't know there's something wrong with kyland there's there there is truly we're going to hear something uh down the road that he did i'm sure right I mean, and because the big thing, and the big thing too is the big thing too is he had the opportunity to, you know, sort of do a bit of damage control uh, in yeah. his interviews, and he chose not to. Yeah. You know, he chose not to, and he, if anything, you know, his family and friends are are on are online, you know, busy defending him on Twitter and whatnot and Instagram probably. And yet he's making he's making their job harder for them by pretty much instead of throwing water on the fire he's or, or throwing a, you know a blanket to smother the fire he's throwing gasoline on that fire and doubling down yeah, exactly uh huh yeah I agree yep. totally hundred percent yeah there's you know I mean um uh, I mean. Look at the people that were voted out, and you know they were not you know they weren't people of color. Everybody went one by one. They had more class in in uh the jury, and when they were voted out um, then then Kylan had and Kylan was in the preferred group for God's sakes, you know um you think that he would have being enthusiastic that he had made it as far as he had. Um, but, you know, I mean, the people, I, I mean, Claire and uh, they def- they defended the cookout, you know, and, and what they stood for. And Kyland put a mark on the cookout by his behavior, I feel. Yes. You know, yes. do you agree, Melissa? In in what in yes. what way do you, in what way do you think that 
well, uh, what do you, like what do you mean putting a mark, like putting a black mark, like a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like sort it, of a it, uh, like like for example, what, like a suit of armor, like a, like like if you were to imagine a suit of armor, that would be perfect, almost perfect, except that one little dent that you that's notice. Right. Right. That's right. That's exactly yeah. a good euphemism. Yeah, that's right. So mm-hmm. um, something that was going so perfectly and something, you know, that they all worked together for, it's like having a uh, all working, you know, on a, having a quilting bee where all these women are working, putting a quilt together, and somebody um, sews one on that, doesn't match or does you know you know like it and it's ruined right uh, he kind of um uh the whole thing that that they were going after was a prideful thing and it was a good thing and it was to help um recognition and to get somebody of their uh color in the you know in the fi- to win the game right and he kind of just put a mark on that. It was distasteful. It bit her, you know. Um, I, di- I just thought that, yeah, he put a dent in the armor for sure, you know. And to be yeah. honest, um, I-, I just feel that he is not the same kind of person that the rest of the cookout were. I mean, I think that um, even Derek Fraser, Fraser was um, more cognizant of what the group was about than Kyland. Kyland was so there for Kyland. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, I mean, if it wasn't. Uh, um, I, for everybody else in the cookout keeping him in line, he probably um, would have voted one of them out. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah, was, he oh, probably I, I would have been the most. He probably yeah, would have been I the remember, most likely to go rogue. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was saying that's what I was saying is that he was accusing Tiffany, saying that he didn't trust her. Blah blah blah, and I was like. You're the most untrustworthy. I I think that if you had the opportunity, you would get her out before even the six, if you could. Yeah, yeah. You know? I I just um, I don't know. I find um, he has left. Um, you know, the only bitter taste in in the game, right? Like I don't really feel that way about anybody else like a bitter taste in my mouth over somebody else's actions. Um, but I do feel that way about Kyland. I think uh, I have absolutely no respect for him. And the way that he almost begged Julie to be on another season, come on. Did you hear that? Mm. It, it, it was basically uh, it, it, it almost it almost seems like he was only on the show just so that he could you know be asked back. It's almost as if, like for example, 
you know, it's kind it's kind of like uh, the challenge, you know, uh, on MTV, where where certain cast members try to create drama good for TV, and uh-huh. therefore they would either they would either get extended time on the on the episodes, or they would keep getting invited back because production would know that they would get the footage that they would want or that they would need out of that specific uh, player. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my great disappointment. Um, I still uh, feel, I still have the warm and fuzzies for Claire and Tiffany and Hannah, you know, like, um, and Derek X. You know, like, I mean, those are are, are players that I felt were classy, you know, and and um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching. You know, so there's good things that came out of it, too. I mean, Colin didn't ruin the total show for me or anything, but I just feel that, you know, wow, he just went yuck. Like, uh, yuck. I just, you know, honestly, if I was given a chance to meet um, some of the BB players and Kyle, like I wouldn't want Kyland on that list. I I have no desire, you know. Like I wouldn't even want to meet him. Well, <laughs> and I met, you know, like I met Mike Boogie and I met, I met and Mike Boogie's a mess. Um, but you know, and, and Dr. Will I met, and you know, like I mean, um, I, I don't know. Like he wouldn't be on my my list of people I'd like to meet. Do you know? Like, how would you? How do you feel, Melissa? Would you want to meet him? I would him? not want to meet. No, uh-uh. I have no desire no. to meet Kyland. I have no desire to meet Derek S. Um, I don't even oh, yeah. have any desire to meet Aza. Um, yeah. I think of all of them, it would be Claire. And Tiffany and Derek X, maybe Hannah, um, yeah. and that's about it. Mm. What did they say? I Hannah is like, a doctor. She's going to be. What is, um, she's a master's student. In and what? She wants to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I just was stunned by that. I was very pleased to hear that, but I. Just looking at her, you would never think that. She is so humble. I mean, so so quiet. She didn't ever, you know, I don't know. I was just very taken back by that. I think they were all pretty surprised that um, Big D was uh, smoking Joe Fraser's son, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, have, and that Xander is a lawyer. a tattoo, though? Doesn't doesn't he have a tattoo that 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 says Frasier on it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. From what I read, is that um, only one person really asked about it, and I think that was Claire or something. And um, he said it was uh, he was a fan. It's oh, I don't yeah. know where well, I heard that. Sense, I though. heard that or read it. Yeah, that kind that kind of huh. makes sense actually. That that uh. You know, he could disguise it as him being a fan because, believe it or not, you know, there are people that have gotten tattoos of their favorite athletes or 
favorite, uh, you know, favorite fighters or even favorite yeah. actors like uh, like uh, anybody who watches the Impractical Jokers knows that uh, that Sal from the Impractical Jokers got a tattoo of Jaden Smith's face on his uh, oh. on his thigh, I think it was. So. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's not out of the it's not out of the question for you know maybe uh, somebody would think that okay you know he just got the tattoo because he you know maybe he watches a whole or maybe his family actually watched a whole lot of uh, old boxing fights and you know smoking Joe Frazier was one of the uh, you know, one of the mo- one of the more notable athletes, uh, boxers that stuck out to him. Yeah. So it is yeah. entirely possible. Uh, yeah. But you know, just just looking at the dominance of the cookout this season, though. I mean, obviously, you know, no nobody will top uh, whatever the hell the alliance was named last year uh, in Big Brother Twenty Two or Big Brother all-stars, if we want to put it that way. But, I mean, you take a look at the resume of the cookout compared to everybody else in this season. Nine HOH wins, seven veto wins. Uh, Granted, most of them were by Kylan and also by Xavier. Uh, But, you know, this really was an alliance that was effectively able to steamroll the competition in a way that obviously besides last year coming out of a rookie season, I don't think we have seen in quite a while since, yeah. I mean, not even, you know, not even, not even the brigade made it all the way to when it was just down to all of them left. Right. Right. No, I agree. I mean, they definitely stuck together, and, uh, um, you know, they were there for a purpose. But you know what? I think their purpose, like, as compared to other seasons where, you know, other alliances were doing well or whatever, and even last year, I think that um, this season, you know, when it – that was really um, a goal that meant – a lot to them, right? It wasn't, uh, I mean, they would have been, if they hadn't stuck to that, whoever didn't stick to it would have been ostracized for sure, right? So, um, right. Um, you know, because it was, I mean, it's just like, this is why I don't understand why women can't make an alliance stick to it and do well right like they somebody always um there's always cat fighting or something going on right that they can't yeah. um have a woman's alliance and you know a woman's alliance is is pretty much just as important as people of color right you know because there's never been a woman's alliance that's made it to the end but it it will never happen It'll never. I just don't yeah. see it ever happening. 
you know. And you, you know, um, you know I, I, I kind of I have a view on this, and uh, I'm entering dangerous territory here because I am outnumbered three to one on this, on this uh, podcast right now. Uh, but it almost seems like the mentality in most reality shows, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's almost like an extension of high school where the girls are all catty and want to, yeah. you know, want to uh, spread a whole bunch of gossip and a whole bunch of rumors about others, uh, while the men, you know, basically, for the, for the most part, get down to business and stay focused, uh, unless, of course, they're hooking up with some of the women, uh, you know, they are more likely to, you know, keep their focus. And yeah. But I, I honestly think, Steve, that that women just get catty and they get jealous, you know, for whatever reasons. You know, there's always something that screws up women's alliances, and uh, it just doesn't work. It, and, and you know, I mean, I I'm going to say something that you know I don't know. I, I, when I was in school, you know, and I graduated and went off, like, I lived with one really good girlfriend of mine that we always got along, but most of the people I lived with out of school were guys. Like, I mean, not Mm -hmm. in a, uh, like, platonic, you know? And Mm -hmm. it went fabulously because I moved in with uh, a couple of girls once, and it was disaster, you know? Like, Everybody is like they, you know these these women just got were arguing and got catty and I had enough and I just moved out and I moved in with um, a friend of mine that was a guy. We got along. He was gay, by the way. We got along famously, and every, you know so I moved. You know I I moved around the country too, and I was when I was living in Vancouver, I moved in with guys. And it was way better. And I just think that women can be so catty and and so unforgiving. Um, and I don't know, like, women just get too emotional. I hate to say that, being a woman, but I think they do. Melissa? Yeah, some do. Some, some do, yes. You know, so if I was to base my experience, you know, living with um, women um, in a, sharing an apartment or whatever on what it's like to live with women in the Big Brother house and form an alliance with them, um, I don't know, <laughs> probably wouldn't work. I don't know. I think we would have... Get- they would what have to think? make a concerted effort. They would have to make a concerted effort. And they would have to say, look, many, many times women have tried to have an alliance to go to the end. And rather just saying, rather than just saying, oh, it won't work, so therefore I'm going to go against it, we all have to stick together come hell or high water 
if we want to get to the end. Otherwise, these boys are going to walk all over us, right? Plus, yeah, that's true, Melissa. But also, the other thing I think that concerns women, and correct me if I'm wrong, is their physical ability to compete against men. And I think that maybe that's why they want a man in the alliance that, you know, can compete better than they can because there are, I mean, I mean, you know, there are women that have been on the show that, are, like, look at Casey, right? Like, she put yeah. on the steam Janelle. at the end. Yeah, she put on the steam at the end, and she did really well at comps. Um, you know, Janelle did really well at comps, um, but she didn't win, you know. Um, well, she didn't win when she had to. She choked. Yeah. I mean, there were so many of them that she could have won easily, but she just choked. I I don't know. So, I mean, so I can see why women might want a man, you know, because of the physical challenges and stuff that they might be better at. You know, like, I mean, their strength, right? Um, So, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the reasons that that they don't go as far, um, but um, I, w- you know, I would be so pumped if we had a women's alliance that went far and didn't um, crack and start, you know, th- their problem is they start going into different rooms with different women in their alliance and they start jabbering and, and talking shit about people in their own alliance. That's a mistake. Uh-huh. And women are the worst. They really are. Yeah. So, well, perfect, I don't know if a perfect ever... uh, a perfect time for Kansas to be joining on the on the line here. Kansas, you missed one hell of a conversation. Oh, I want to hear what the topic um, is. I just heard women are the worst, so I want to hear what what you're talking about. <laughs> As as far as, far as alliances, alliances go. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're catty and they, yes. you know, break up their alliances by, you know, going into separate rooms and two of them talking about, uh, you know, two others or one other. And, you know, um, they, they just can't get it together to go to the end. And it sucks. <laughs> it does. You know, but I was saying, Kansas, I I lived with um, a really good girlfriend of mine after high school. I got along with her well. We, you know, there was no issue. But we had other women living with us. It was a disaster. Um, yeah, and then for sure. I moved in. I moved in with this gay guy, and that worked really well. That would have been great. On, yeah, yeah. And from there on, I lived with guys, and I never had an issue. But right. you know, I can. I can certainly see where women get catty, you know? Yeah. And uh, we, we t- like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why that happens, but it does. It does. So It happens all the time. I know. I know. Even in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a shame because I hear Canada is so nice. They always say we, that the people are so much kinder and nicer in Canada. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We've got our, our fair share here, too. You know, like, we do. 
We do. We we have all kinds of people here and that are, you know, not very nice. But most of the people, you know, it's a thing in Canada. Everybody's please, sorry, and thank you. Please, sorry, and thank you. Well, that's a nice it's, thing. It's not always yeah. like that out here. Yeah, it's important. My mom drummed that into me as a child, and that's mm. important for me to always do that, always say things like that. Well, if you don't say thank you, please, I'm sorry, when you're little, your mom smacks you across the side of the head. So we learn fast <laughs> here. Yeah, we learn fast. Well, sometimes there's just like no manners at all. There's no appreciation. You know, I, yeah. I see so many times, well, I did see when I went to restaurants, you know, people just talking to waiters or waitresses, you know, just like they're crap. And I don't care how young they are. You know, if I, you know if I have a you young server, they're going to be treated the same as if I had an older server. I'll you, always give you, everybody uh, respect. Can you reach your daddy? <laughs> you abuse a server here in my town, you're out of the restaurant. See, you're that's the leave. difference between Canada and America. Yeah, you don't get away with that crap here. Like so you're people just to can treat servers like they're garbage. It's horrible. Uh, it's terrible. Well, They've been spit on. Just, just terrible. Mm-mm. Walking out on with their walking out on their checks, which is also terrible. Oh yeah, no. That's a big thing out here. It's like, oh, this is fun for New Year's Eve. Let's rack up a big bill and then you know walk and walk out on the bill. That's where a are you terrible from? thing. Where, where are and you who from? do you think has to pay for it? The server. Yeah. So, it's just um, awful. What did you think about Big D? Do you think that he deserved to win? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Big D. Oh. No. It was bad enough, Kansas. Kansas no. It was, it was bad. It was bad enough that uh, that the jury was laughing at him with every know, answer exactly. that he gave to the jury questions. It's ridiculous. Hmm. The fact that he actually thought he had a chance to win. I know. Just and unbelievable. And he deserved to win. He carried. How in heck? This is what I'd like to know when he was saying this. <laughs> he was, I mean, see, how the hell did he help these other people play their games? How did he carry Aza? I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe he carried her into a bed one night and put her to sleep or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but... And then slept next <laughs> to her in the other bed. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, what? Where's he coming he from? And he, and he helped their games. I mean, he was a big. You know, he was a big point of. Oh, you know, okay. are you kidding me, dude? What did you do? Unbelievable. No. All he did, he was talking about his social aspect, and he was planting seeds, and he was doing all this stuff. He was Please. doing all of the hard. He was doing all of the hard work. Blah blah oh, he blah. He started the whole like, alliance. He was telling in them. The, in, Can you in believe the, that one? In reality, the only thing that he he was doing Can was go- complaining, complaining, yes, complaining, complaining. Yes. Well, I didn't like his disrespect towards women. That was yes. terrible. Yeah. I didn't either. I did not either. 
Hey, Reggie. Oh, then Hi. Then he was I said that he was earlier that um, if he treated women like that on camera, what does he? How does he treat his mama? That's bothering me. Can you me. imagine? Oh. Yeah. I think she'd yeah. drop him upside the head. I don't. Oh, she will she loves him so much. <laughs> I would hope so, but I don't think she would. You think they just let him get away with whatever? Oh, yeah. Isn't he the only child? No. No, I don't maybe think Maybe her so. only child. Yeah, he's, maybe her he only is, child. He's the youngest of 11. He's got 10 half-siblings. So he may be her only son, you know, only child. Yeah. His mama's only child. Unless she, was, unless she had a joke. child with somebody else besides Fraser. Yeah, yeah I don't true. know. I don't know, but I just know he's one spoiled little brat. Oh, he was. Ridiculous. But the fact that he said he started that whole alliance, I'm waiting for Tiffany to say, are, are you kidding me? No, she didn't. Well, she actually uh, said that he did contribute to starting it. Yeah, I think uh, didn't wasn't it mentioned wasn't it mentioned earlier uh, in the show tonight that uh, Tiffany said in one of her interviews that he was the one who started the concept of the alliance. Well, no, he's the oh, he's, I must have he's that. the one that I he's the one that solidified it. Oh, okay. They all pretty much it. had the okay. concept, but he's the one that made it official. But yeah, what was, they, she, hey, telling the, what was she telling all of them then in the jury house when she was? Because I thought she was. She told them that it was her. Well, well, she's the one that created. She was the mastermind. She created there. the master. Okay, she, well, didn't she he say he the was the mastermind plan. behind it? Didn't he say? No, did he say that on here. himself. Go ahead, Melissa. Go ahead. Um, Well, she said that she was the mastermind. She had the master plan. She was the one that put the master plan in motion. But she said Big D, D, or then Big D says in his interview that Tiffany wants to take the credit. Oh, well. I guess I'll give See, it I'm so confused with all of this. Okay, so... But he said that it was him and Xavier that did the master plan. And no, then it when wasn't. Tiffany came in and said, and then when Tiffany came in and said, this is what blah, 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 and he goes, well, that's what we're doing anyway, so... No, it was... Uh, that's not it, true. But it was her idea to hook up one of them... With another person with, outside with their other person. the group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you know, Xavier and that was brilliance. No, that was pure. That was that, sheer brilliance. It was. And yeah. but uh, Big D said no. Him and uh, him and Xavier were the ones that put it together. And then Tiffany came around and was telling everybody what we were going to do, and we were like, "Well, we were doing that anyway, so." Oh. So uh, he was trying to make her look. He was trying to make her look like a stupid idiot. Exactly. Trying to take the credit when right. Yeah, he's trying to take the credit the for it. That's it, Melissa. He's trying to take the credit for all of it. This mm-hmm. is me off. Yep. Pretty yep. soon he's going to have invented Big Brother. 
when he when he gets all done with this, he's gonna be the mastermind behind Big Brother. Him and Allison will be besties. I'm joking. I didn't. We can't Who's really it? make out what you're saying. Yeah, I said I said that uh, pretty soon he's going to take credit for inventing the show of Big Brother and him and Allison are going to be besties. And I said, yeah, I'm exactly. joking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, Reggie. I could see him doing That's that. Right. That's He'll right. He'll take Absolutely. the credit for everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty. He, well, he's, um, he's full yeah. of himself. He's full of himself. He's, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, we can only hope that that $75,000 that he won, um, that he helps his mom out, you know, and that he uses it wisely because I don't see that happening, but I'd like to see that happening. <laughs> like well, well, My brother is he's an accountant. And and my yeah. brother always says, take a course of whatever you earn out for taxes. I hope he does that because if he just banks that seventy five grand, he's got to take out you know a fourth of that for his taxes. And I, I don't believe he's going to do that. You could see him not doing that. If you're right, I could yeah. see him just spending it all. You're absolutely Gee, right on that. that you guys be, have to pay taxes could, on winnings. We don't. Oh yeah. It could. It could be. Uh, it could, we it don't could be here another in Richard, Canada. It could be another Richard. Uh, another Richard has yeah. situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we we don't have to do that in Canada. Anything oh, really? we win. No. Wow. Anything we oh, win. Oh, that's so cool. I won uh, in two thousand and seven. No, two thousand. Yes. Yeah, 2005, I won a Corvette. Oh, Did my God. you really, Laura? I Oh, my did. God. How? And, How well, did you win it? It? It, was call, it was called Cash and Cars Lottery. Cash and Cars Lottery. Wow. And uh, it, all the proceeds go to the hospitals in Alberta, in my province. Oh, how and nice. And I bought a tick. I bought three tickets. And they were, it was $200 for three tickets, and I thought it was really expensive, but I, you know, do you know I won something on all three tickets? Wow. Did you really? I did, and I won a Corvette. I won, um, you know, um, stereo system on the other ticket, and then on the last ticket, I won binoculars that took pictures. It was pretty How cool. cool. Yeah, and that's the last time I've ever won anything. But, you know, um, it was, um, I sold the car for, like I had a friend in town that collected Corvettes, and he, he owned um, a glass and door company, and I let him know that I had won this Corvette and that I would sell it to him um, without GST, because we have to pay, G, you know, there's GST included, right, on on all the prices. We have uh, goods and services tax here. And uh, so anyway, I sold, sold it to him without the GST, and uh, he paid me full price for the car, and I put a down payment. Wow. I, I took the cash, and you who needs 
a curve. Like I'm not um, wealthy where, um, you know, in the winter time you can't wear, you can't drive a Corvette, right, in, in this no. climate. <laughs> so I figured, you know, my husband and I had two vehicles. We were happy with the vehicles we had. And sure. I just uh, took the money and put a down payment because uh, I used to be in new home sales. So I took that money and uh, built a house. Yeah. Oh, good oh my for you, God. friend. So you don't have yeah, to pay any great. taxes on your Corvette or anything? No, no. Is that, can you imagine, you guys, how much out here in America what we'd be paying in taxes for the, for the win of a Corvette? Not, not to mention the other gifts you want, but the Corvette itself? Yeah. How, see, how like, many thousands no would we be paying in taxes for that? Mm. No, can you imagine, you guys? Well, no, I think it's different than just taxes or gift tax. There's a, there's a difference. I'd have to ask my brother. Because I yeah, remember but, like hearing like game shows and stuff that so many people weren't able to get their gifts because they couldn't afford the taxes on them. Right. 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 Because there's been people that won could not even a Corvette, but there's been people that won cars. Or other things that you know, yeah. you know, special tr- fancy trips, and they couldn't afford, they couldn't get the gifts because they couldn't afford to pay the taxes on them. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really bad. We don't have to do that. We also don't have an inheritance tax. That's amazing. No. So congratulations, do, girlfriend. That's wonderful. Yeah. So we do pay a lot How of cool tax. Is that? Normal taxes, though we pay a lot of taxes here, um, so it's so they get you in some way. <laughs> yeah, they always get us in some way, right? But um, um, no, we don't have to pay uh, inheritance tax, um, and we don't have to pay uh, like you, we do have to pay capital gains. Um, but um, you know, my dad just died recently, and and I didn't have to pay Sorry. capital gains. Oh, no, thank you, but. My dad, like, I didn't have to pay capital gains because it had been in the family, the the farm had been in the family for a certain amount of years. So you get uh, up to a million five before you have to pay capital gains when the, the farm has been in the family for a long time, right? That's so, so I didn't cool. have to pay. Hey. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. You know, like Canada is a wonderful place to live. I have property right across the street for sale if you guys are interested in coming. (laughs) I can't stand Omaha winters. I cry and cry and cry. I'm here because my mama lived in Iowa, and so then I, I moved down here for a job when she could still live on her own. I would never make it in Canada. No? Never. No. It is way too bitter cold. It, I had a cold snap over here in Omaha, and I just started bawling like a baby. A little dramatic, Ooh. I know I am. But ho- hopefully, yeah, who would have thought, right? Little diva here. Um, I, I, I cannot wait to get out of here. My mom has passed. I'm just now finishing up her estate and all. Took a, finally, I had to take a 10-week leave just to get her done. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, she passed about five years ago, but my brother lived in the house, so 
Yeah. You know, it was fine. He kept, he did the upkeep, but he moved out. He bought a house. So now it's like, well, let's get her all cleaned out. It was a five-bedroom with a big kitchen, living room, dining room, den, pantry. And, of course, somebody has lit. She bought it out of the estate from her mom and daddy. So, you know, there was crap in there for years. Wow, that's a job. That's yeah, a job it was. All that. And, and my so daughter you- and I were the only ones that did it, so... But as soon as I get the house sold and everything, and if I can make it out of here even in the middle of the winter, I'm gone. Um, So do you, Steve, do you think um, next year, like, do you think for Big Brother it'll just be regular, or do you think they'll have an all-star, or do you think they'll have people coming back? or Because I'm sure Carolyn's going to be there. You, you know, I think with the amount of viewers that they might have lost this season due to uh, the new casting, uh, the new casting policy, and obviously, you know, based off of how the season went down this year, maybe perhaps we may see them do, you know, half returnees, half uh, uh, half newbies to where they could still, they could still cast on the, you know, based off of the new guidelines that apparently they're going to follow. So, you know, they could still get a cast together that way, even if they did, you know, half newbies, half returnees, because and it will still know, be an unfair if, season if, if that happens. But you if, know, if, you know, if we know if we know anything, if we know anything about how about how networks run things, you know, a lot of them pay clo- very close attention to the ratings. And do you know what I'd like to see, Steve? Any, what AF all AFP like. America's favorite oh, America's player. Favorite. I would yeah. love that. Let it don't, don't mix it up. If you want to bring back return, do something like that. That's a great idea, Laura. Yeah, I'd like to see or even all... or even second chances. You know, people right. that got screwed to see them come back and how they would play this time. Yeah, you know, I would so I, I would prefer that than to have them mix. When they mix it up, we see an unfair bullshit season. Where the returnees, they always feel like they're the entitled ones. It, it happens every time, and the stupid newbies are always kissing their ass. And it's just, it's, it's, it's every every year it happens when we see the mixture, now and the it's finale, just the fin- crap. The finale did have uh, the finale did have a strong uh, a strong showing. They. It, did it? it didn't play. It didn't place. Uh, it didn't place better than the season opener, though, because they did slip. They did slip in the demographic, in the target demographic that they, that they want to try and always win the eighteen to forty-nine uh, year yeah. range demographic. Uh, they ended up slipping one tenth from where from uh, from their season opener. So basically, they their season opener had a one. On the uh, on the demographic scale, a 1.0 rating with 4.01 million viewers. Uh, the the season finale had a point uh, a point nine, which is a very slight decrease. 
as well as losing around 600,000 viewers compared to the season opener. Why do you think that is? So, I think a lot of it, and, you know, I, I'm just guessing here, based off of uh, the social media reaction, not, not just on Twitter, but also on Facebook and everything, um, you know, you're going to obviously, all the diehards are going to stay regardless. You know, they're going to continue watching regardless. Right. But, uh, you know, I guarantee you there's probably a lot of casuals who probably stopped watching once uh, once the cookout basically started dominating. And, and I wish you know, the fans the, that were so angry would, would just listen to the, the cast. Because none of them are mad. They're thrilled. Christian was saying how, how proud he is to have been in this cast. Yeah, but and then again, that's politically correct for them to say that. I mean, yeah. who, I, I yeah. do believe all the younger people don't have a problem with it. But, you know, they're, they're also uh, pretty wise. The thing is, but they were the, the ones that could have been the, if, the most, the angriest about over it, and none the thing, of them were. No. The thing, the thing is, if if any of them are thinking otherwise, if they are thinking otherwise, not saying that they are, but if if there's the possibility that uh, that any one of them are thinking otherwise, they still don't want to go against the narrative because. They know they will get absolutely torn to shreds on social They will be eaten alive. You're right. Mm-hmm. And literally the biggest thing about being on Big Brother is, you know, people that have played Big Brother, they really take how they're perceived on social media seriously. Unless you're somebody like Evil Dick who, you know, doesn't give a shit what, uh, what people think of him. Uh, either in the game or outside of the game. Uh, unless you're somebody like that, you know, more recent contestants in recent seasons have been, you know, fixated on trying to get as many social media followers as possible. You know, I guarantee Well, they want to make a career kind of out of reality TV or they want to, like, I think, as, yeah. as, how, how do you pronounce her name? Aza? She should be, uh, uh, I know she models, but I hope yeah. she gets a major contract. She is so beautiful if she had just pulled that damn dress up. There for a while, you could see her little black bra. <laughs> oh, I was so afraid that her boobs were going to be popping out of that dress. It was no, so they low. wouldn't have because if you look really close on close-ups after she got eliminated, you could see her strapless bra- black bra, and I'm like, girl, you are so beautiful. You have, you know, you stand proud. Pull that damn dress up. Uh, I just I kept saying that. <laughs> oh. same thing, you know, she looked, oh, one she, thing. She looked one so thing. pissed off. She looked so one pissed thing off. I have to say. Yeah, you know what? Martha screwed herself so badly. She had a shot to, I mean, seriously. She had a chance of possibly winning, and she blew it. Yeah, she really and blew it by one question. By one. No, question. I'm, I'm not even going to that. I'm talking about when she won that HOH and didn't put those two up. Oh, I know. yeah. That's where she lost it for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. She lost the game there. Melissa. Melissa, what were you gonna what were you gonna say, Melissa? I Melissa. was going to say what? Put the wine I, down. I, I just <laughs> huh? I'm kidding. I said put the wine down and talk. How funny! I'm drinking wine tonight, y'all. I can't. <laughs> I can't get a word in. Edgewise, girls. Okay. Every time you I go and like say anything, else? you talk over me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Every time I go to talk, I, I can't. I can't. So anyway, um, I have to say that even though Aza is pretty, that hairdo, hun, that did her no justice. She would have been better off just with a regular fro. Oh, I agree. I love the fro on her. The, the hairstyle was terrible. I didn't like it either. It was awful. Yeah, awful. it really was. Was it her yeah. hair or a wig? Because they wear a lot um, of wigs. No, that, that's her hair. Wow. I'm almost positive that's her hair. When yeah. she has the fro, though, that's the wig. That's the one that uh, Xavier put on. Yeah. Became Lucius. Yeah. Oh, really? See, I'm okay. I'm all wrong mm-hmm. then. I thought that was her hair. Mm-mm. All right, uh, Teresa, you have been uh, officially added onto the call. Hi, Hi Teresa. Teresa. Happy birthday. Hi, Hi. Teresa. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, it's like I went to so, work, and every time I turned around, it was like, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Are you drinking oh, one like some of us tonight? <laughs> I got Diet Coke. Oh. <laughs> what a disappointment. <laughs> Who else is drinking wine tonight? <laughs> I am. I'm joining I, you, Laura. Clink, clink. Okay. <laughs> That's great. I love wine. No, I do too. Just a but little Teresa, bit. I'm not as lush, you Teresa, guys. What I'm just... <laughs> Teresa, what did you what did you think about the finale um, with Xavier Xavier winning, uh, Derek try, uh, being laughed at by the jury? You know, with uh, every single word he was saying. Uh, give, give us your thoughts on the uh, on the finale. No, man. Give me the roast beef, man. Well, I would it have to, to me. I would have to say <laughs> that Derek. I mean, Xavier so winning was no, was a no brainer. And as far as picking uh, between Azza, I hate to be mean. I really do. Gimme, gimme, gimme. But picking between uh, Azza and Derek. Derek, uh, Big D to take to the final two with him is like trying to find a babysitter on a Saturday night, and your only two choices are Michael Jackson and Britney Spears. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, I missed that. That took it. That was it. We're done. I missed that. Uh, turn off the lights. We're done. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, Teresa. 
I missed that. I totally missed that. <laughs> Say it again, Teresa. <laughs> I said cho- choosing between Aza and Big D to take the final two with him was like uh, trying to find a babysitter on a Saturday night and your only two choices were Michael Jackson and Britney Spears. Oh. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. That's an image. What? That's an image I won't be able to get out of my head now. Thank you, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh. The, the bottom line is neither of them belong there. Right. That's right. A, a, but at yeah, least I was going to say it's, uh, it wasn't the two of them at the end. That would have been horrible. That's uh, uh, Laura's from Canada. She wouldn't have gotten the reference. Why? You think we don't listen to Britney Spears and uh, Michael Jackson? My husband and I were huge fans. My husband was a musician. Of course. Of course. I know all yeah, of Britney I mean, Spears, Free Britney and Michael Jackson and the the perceived mm-hmm. child abuse, etc. I know all of, all of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah they're not, in Canada, but Teresa, they're not dead. I, I, I just mean, need to, I need to remind you, we have electricity and we don't live in igloos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't? Oh uh, yeah, I seen photos and you all cut, you all paint your igloos like pale pink and blue. <laughs> I've seen yeah, that, so I sure. know it's true. I saw it on the internet. Yeah, for sure. Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no egos <laughs> here. Well, actually, I never heard of those stereotypes anyway, so we're good. Yeah, but, but you know uh, that we know who Britney Spears and Michael Jackson are. Of course, we're going to get the, the the relevance in Canada. You know, I mean, well, Britney not... Spears is just all over the place with her story going oh, on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I actually feel sorry for her. Oh, I do too. It's terrible. Her yeah. family yeah. just—they're disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah. At any rate, they're the, um, they're the uh, uh, Britney is the Gary Coleman of the uh, of her time. Even worse, Teresa, even worse than Gary Coleman. As awful as what his parents did to him, what she went through, just, I mean, there's, it's just depraved. Yeah. What her father did to her is just unreal. Yeah, but a lot of that, a lot of that can be made up just to get rid of the conservative ship. I don't. I, I only believe half of what I read, and then I have to see it with my own eyes. I mean, you know, there's a lot of bullshit going around. And for 13 years, what I think on this free Britney crap is that Sam, what does he do for a living? Nobody her, knows. Her boyfriend? Her fiancé now. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. he wants her to get rid of the conservatorship. He, along with her um, trainer of nine years, 
gotten cahoots and uh this was i read this and that um he the trainer is the one that really started Brittany thinking about it so now Brittany posted uh naked photos practically well she cupped her boobs and had a flower on her butt but over in hawaii she just posted them all over the internet and now she wants to sell her house they want a bigger house this Sam, I think, is behind a lot of this. Well, I really you know, do. That, uh, th- this is what's going on for years, though. When she shaved you know, her head oh, years I know, 13 ago, years. That was, that was, she, she wanted out then. When she shaved her head, she wanted out then. She was being No, 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 no. When she shaved her head is when she was doing drugs and she was just separated from Kevin Federline. Look it up. My, my daughter is a... So- but, but, My daughter's but, a historian on Free Brittany, on Brittany Spears. You know, she has loved Brittany since she was a kid. Yeah, Rich, you know, here's the thing. Sam, that that guy that's her fiancé, he's actually um, runs a, a, he has a business. It's called uh, Ashargi Fitness, and he's her personal trainer. No. Uh, they yeah. had another guy. Let me let me try to find it on the internet here, um, and I'll I tell you I don't know, but who. she's sporting a gorgeous rock on her hand, and it's not. Yes, I mean, but I, a big you ass know, rock on her hand. I know, but him, did so. uh, did he pay for it totally, or is it just for advertisement of that? I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, a I lot of those but, diamonds. A lot of them diamonds are paid for advertising. I don't know. So many people seem to believe that this went down. So many stars are behind her. So many. Older yeah. stars. I mean, this, this story's been out for a long time. I don't so know. I tend, I tend to believe it. I'll tell you what. The uh, rock on her, uh, on some of these uh, stars' hands are more expensive than our car. Oh, absolutely. 100000 150000 Holy macadolies. $150,000 yeah. more than my house. Huh? Yep. My house oh, some of these rings are probably two times the price of a house. Oh, yeah. Oh, our housing, our housing prices are a lot higher in Canada. That's why... Dang. But yeah, you know no, what? No. Anyway, I'm not, a fla- get- I'm, I'm not a flashy person, so I, I, I'm happy with what I got. Me too. I got just a little sunshine house. You know, just a little house that's yellow. By the way, some, uh, some little stats here. Uh coming off of the finale. Obviously, of course, Xavier won in a unanimous 9-0 vote, of making course. him the first ever the first <laughs> ever uh, African-American winner in the mainstream version of Big Brother United States. I mean, obviously, we know Tamar Braxton was technically the first African-American winner, but that was for the celebrity edition. Celebrity, right. But, well, I will have to say, I would have liked to have seen Tiffany or Chata win that. Well, I oh, I think a lot of us feel that way. 
I would have preferred. But he did deserve it. Win, Xavier deserved to win this. Stephanie left. On my on my card, at least, you know, once Tiffany left, even though Hannah was still in the game, Xavier was probably the next best winner. Yeah, I'll agree with right you on that. Right after Tiffany. We might like because, Hannah better, but she didn't deserve the win more than him, truthfully. I will agree with you and, there. You know, a lot, a lot of people, uh, there was a lot of scrutiny that was brought up uh, Wednesday night that, Xavier didn't really contribute anything supposedly to the cookout and, you know, supposedly, I guess maybe he never really, he he didn't really do anything pretty much, but isn't that part, uh, isn't that considered a strategy? The fact that you're having other people in your own alliance do work, do the, you know, all the dirty work that needs to be done you come off scot-free, you know, I would have even given this same point to Aza, you know, if Aza was in the final two instead of, uh, instead of Xavier. You know, if, if you're able to be in, an, be in an alliance and all the dirty work is done for you, I honestly kind of think that should be almost more of a positive as opposed to a negative because, in essence, you're not creating a bigger target on yourself by exposing yourself like certain people like Kyland, for example, or Tiffany even. You know, Tiffany being the surefire uh, strategist of the group, that obviously left her with a gigantic target once it came down to just the six of them. I mean, hell, Xavier was literally sticking out wide in the open, you know, with you could you could have put a sign, uh, a billboard sign on him that said uh, that said evict me. And for some reason, nobody ever did this season when they had the opportunity right. to do so. Yeah, they had that's it. They had the opportunity and they didn't do it. That's on them. And, the one time Xavier, he would have, and he would have made all of us so mad. At least he didn't. When he said that, when he was thinking about, you know, when he was on the block with Alyssa, and he was thinking about pulling her off. If he that if he won veto, he was going to give it to her. That pissed me off. Remember that? Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm with you. That would have been bullcrap. With you. He would have lost me there. Well, I will say yeah, I didn't he was get being selfish. I didn't get a chance to say this last week, but uh, I do believe that Kylan crossed the line last week with. Oh, did he? What? Oh no, yeah, he, he definitely did. did. He definitely he definitely crossed the line. Oh. The fact that he brought Xavier's family into into it, even Terrible. though. I, I've seen I've seen people fire this uh, I've seen people fire this counterattack back that Xavier has used his family before, uh, and he's brought other people's families uh, into uh, conversations as well. Yeah, but you know, a lot of those people they can they're old they're likely old enough to be able to defend to defend themselves from said uh, you know any. 
verbal attacks that may come their way, you know. Unlike uh Xavier's uh nephew who did they ever did he ever mention how old his nephew was? He's a kid, I know that. I thought he said yeah. about seven. I know he's a kid. Something like that. Yeah, he's a so, kid. So he's a, a young kid. You know, in, in, in involving a seven year old in something having to do with a with a game that his uncle is playing I'm sorry. You just you don't include. I mean, you can bring family into it all you want. Don't bring the children into it. I mean, seriously. Kylan should have. It'd be like somebody. uh, Like uh, I can't remember who it was on a post last year concerning Nicole, but. They actually made a comment of the example I was uh, demonstrating to Alyssa. I don't know if you would remember that. Say that again. They were were basically making – I made a comment about something with Nicole during last season, and – uh, somebody made a comment of saying, well, I see what kind of example you're going to be to your granddaughter. What? Oh, right. Said that, that to you? Comment. Mm-hmm. What did you say about Nicole? I honestly don't remember. Do you feel that it was the comment, like, were you mean to look uh, Nicole or it probably had something to do with the fact that she that she can't win a competition or she can't win uh the the only reason why she won a season was because she slept her way through the season well oh, she did she's right well Teresa was right <laughs> yeah apparently uh-huh. it was a pissed off Nicole fan because oh, a ton of yeah. fans would agree with you, Teresa. And you know, yeah. you know, a lot of people, including a lot of me, people have compared. Uh, a lot of people have compared Aza to Nicole as well, calling her ba- or you know, calling her. I would. I, I think Nicole was worse than Aza, truthfully. Call, call, calling her the African American version of Nicole. Nah. And honestly, there's not even that. a comparison. I mean, yeah, there exactly. is a bit of a comparison. There is a bit of a comparison. You know, both of them basically slept through a majority of the season. Uh, the main difference is Nicole actually got up and played, while Aza, when she had the chance to play, instead threw up all over herself and evicted the uh, the one person that she had the chance to uh, potentially turn this game around with. Yeah. And when she was While playing, Nicole, Nicole actually seized the opportunities that were given to her. Now I, I you know, I know I've made fun of Nicole. That was her opportunity. The the season she won. I'm sorry, I'm I'm pissed about that season. She did not deserve to win that. As much as I couldn't stand Paul, you know, when he came back. Yeah. Season 18, There's a, she never deserved that win. That bothered me big time. No, I agree. I agree. She didn't, you know, but 
I couldn't stand Paul either, so you know it was kind of a toss up for he me. didn't bother me so he didn't bother me in season eighteen when oh, he came he back. Bothered, I detested him yeah 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 he he bothered me in eighteen too i I don't know why, but yeah, just I don't know, but you know she, and how about but how, I do agree that he deserved to win more than she did for sure, totally. You know, and how yeah. how about uh, one of the since since we were talking about uh, about Derek F. Actually, we've been talking about Derek F. Quite a lot tonight. Uh, what about the comparison that Kyland made in the jury roundtable discussion, comparing Hannah to Derek F. by saying that they were interchangeable, that oh, neither bullshit. one basically mattered. Uh, oh my God! You know I must have missed that because you know, like I must have missed that. I must. Have I don't remember that either, Steve. Truthfully, you know, um, I think Hannah. You know, she was she she was making some good good news. <laughs> like she was going to different people and everything and talking to them and kind of putting uh, ideas in their head. I don't know, you know, um, Derek Fraser didn't do any of that shit. All he did, all he did was, um, put women down, uh, (laughs) call women, call women bitches, uh, and, um, you know, then took, don't forget that, eat and sleep, eat, sleep, and then took the credit for everything at the end of the show. You know, I, I, you know, I mean, he wasn't, the bottom line is he wasn't very likable. No. I think Hannah was more likable uh, by, and I think she was liked by more people in the house than Derek F. was. Um, And I mean, he even, like, Aza, Aza was so, um, you know, patient with so many people. I mean, she befriended Brittany and she was patient with Brittany. She, you know, she was patient with a lot of people, even Kyland. I have to say that she lost her cool at the end with Derek F as well. And I think that um I think that Aza is a very um I think she's very religious, and yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, she really tempers herself, you know, like she doesn't ov- try to overreact, and I really think that Derek Fraser pushed her over the edge towards the end. Oh, yeah, he sure did. Oh, yeah, did. she was pissed. She was pissed yeah. the entire the entire time she was sitting there on the jury. You know, she just had that look of, I'm going to fucking kill you the first chance that I get. You know, <laughs> just staring, daggers, pointed directly at, uh, at Derek Gaff. Yeah. But you know what? She has and a then, standing bitch face anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought that too when she was playing her uh, when they were playing the uh, last comp 
that night. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of like just the look on her face, and that's why I commented when I said she looked constipated because she looked like. <laughs> and somebody Speaking said I was which, rude. Speaking of which, was it was it just me, or did Xavier have like an answer key or something? Because. He knew oh, know. what the answer was going to be before the question was even finished uh, being uh, I, I kept being putting said. that on our chat thread. I kept saying that on our chat thread, you, and you would agree with that. It was like, what the hell? Yeah, he was reaching for the answer before the question Hold was Hold on finished. one second, guys. Yeah, yeah it, just, this it seems... just seems so weird. That he got every single answer correct. And even Oz got seven out of eight. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's another another thing, too, with Oz. That's actually the funniest part, is that the one person that she was the closest to in the entire game is the the one question she got wrong. The one person that she should know the most about. Basically cost mm-hmm. her the game because she didn't know it. I know. And that damn yeah, but they would have had a tiebreaker. But that that damn Big Brother production, they just had to sneak one more damn rap into the into the season before the season was over. Yep. With I was watching that saying, oh, I bet you it's Steve, his ears are bleeding. <laughs> oh, my ears were and, completely and shot. As soon as I saw, what, as soon as I saw what? Brittany appear on the screen like she was 50 Cent or something. Oh, she just irritated me. Okay, I'll fix it. Um, See that's where I, that's where I'm lucky. I usually wait a little while uh, to watch so I can fast forward through that stuff. So as soon as I saw that in her get ready to speak, I just fast forwarded. But I didn't notice. I mean, I understand. Until they... Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. I have to go. Well, See you guys. Bye, Bye Laura. Bye. Bye. Right, Goodbye. Laura, th- thank you for joining us tonight. You know, you know, just from, you know, what I what I was, what I was going to say is, you know, why, it, I, I understand that Big Brother, you know, production wants to uh, wants to maybe make uh, things a little more family friendly, and they need. And they need certain things to uh, to put on the show, but you know, autism or no autism, why turn? Why focus on the rapping? Because she thinks she's good at it. I mean, somebody must I have mean, told her that was great. God, yeah, it was Grod. It was Grodner that did, probably. Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. 
mean, my God, I had to literally every single time that Brittany and rapping would come up or, or if Brittany would have this overexcited reaction, which was pretty much every single, every single time she was on the screen, I would have to mute my TV so that my ears didn't fucking bleed. I was actually getting ready to say, try muting it. Now, does uh, mm-hmm. Sarah Beth really have that dummy Beth Sarah, or is that just something they made up? That's just oh, that's something, they, something made that they made up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize this until they showed the beginning credits again at the uh, in the finale, but Sarah Beth dresses like some of the uh, kids that I work with at the school. And these are first, second, and third graders. <laughs> yeah, I always wondered well, that dress she had on at finale night was ridiculous. That was like a 10-year-old's dress. What? Who does she think? I, I, I was like, Sarah, you need a stylist. She had, that was, and some of those clothes she wore on the show was like, Sarah, you need a stylist. Yeah, well, she, she, um, she calls it vintage. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, yeah. Vintage would be wearing clothes like in the 80s or 90s, not clothes of... What you wore in the night as a little girl. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's kind of like into that cos. Uh, isn't cosplay? she also in that cosplay? She likes the cosplay. Either her or Brittany and, is, yeah. And she likes making all of her clothes and. All of that kind of good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. If, if I made, I, uh, I made uh, an out, a dress for my Sarah that was so bad. Called my mom. She was like seven at the time. She called my mom and said, "Grandma." Please tell my mom not to make me wear this dress. <laughs> and let yeah. me guess, did you make her wear it anyways? No. <laughs> I mean, you it know, was it's bad. Not- it, 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 it just it makes me it makes me wonder how how they're gonna cast the next season because it, some of some of this year's cast almost seemed kind of cartoonish with like the certain things that they that they're looking for the certain stereotypes you know uh, they need obviously and you know I I'm not I'm not sounding I know it sounds racist but it's I mean it's the honest to god truth you know usually every season they have a gay person they have an Asian a token Asian they have uh, 
well, before this season, they had a token black uh, cast member. Um, they would have somebody like a redneck, which in this case would be would Was be Frenchy. Um, they'd have a token fat guy, which would be uh, which would be Derek, although he was kind of going a little over the limit at this point this season. Um, you know, it's Big Brother. And considering how and, they cast, considering how they casted this season, something tells me that next season we're probably going to see more of the same cartoonish. Uh, way of uh, of casting. And Derek was the uh, stereotypical gay guy. Oh, okay. So a two for one then. And they also had four gay people on this season. Uh, Wait, they did? Highland. Yep, Kylan, Sarah Beth. I thought he was straight. No, no Kylan's straight. bisexual. Really? Kylan, Kylan said he was uh, ansexual or whatever that new word is to be in bisexual. Um, that's what I read oh, anyway. Yeah. Poly- oh, yeah. Because yeah. 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 if and you look um, at Big Brother fandom, then you see that he's... Go ahead. If you saw the clip of him on The Price is Right, when he was on The Price is Right, that was so, um, he acted so gay at that point. The way he I never, when was he on The Price is Right? Uh, oh, God. Um, a, couple of year, a couple of years ago. I don't ago. remember... I don't remember exactly. It's on YouTube, though. Oh, really? Is it on YouTube, Steve? We saw it. Uh, I think it is. Hang on. I'm looking it up right now. I'm not finding it. Huh. All I know is that he Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, I think it was uh, was it cliffhangers that he was participating in. No, wait. He was on the. Was he in? Was it? Was Kylan in something else that he had been on TV? That that's why he's on the Price Is Right, or was he just there as a contestant? He was there as a contestant. Drew Carey was the host already. It was 2018. It was 2018 because he was on the best of 2018 show. Or technically, I guess you could say it's 2019, maybe. But he was on the best of 2018 uh, episode. I'll have to go YouTube it. Yeah, he... he, um, Just the way that he, he... uh, I know what you're talking about. Was, I know what you're talking about, Melissa. The way he, the way he went up the stairs. He went up the right? stairs. He was dancing all around. I mean, 
jumping up and down and the look on his face and oh my god. Well, I know <laughs> he, uh, I commented. I commented uh, on I guess uh, something where they were talking about Kylan and Big D, and I was like, "What was there a showmatch between them?" And it's like, "No, Kylan's straight." And to my, and it may have been you, Melissa, said something like, well, "Have you checked out this video?" Yeah, no, it was it was a big uh, it was a big running gag I think throughout the season that uh, that Kylan and Derek were in a quote unquote showmatch, and really the photo that I posted was about uh, Kylan apparently did actually give back the the ring of uh, Derek's father that Derek had uh, had given to him as a collateral if he ended up voting him out. And Derek so was kissing his cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what that came out of, pretty much. But Derek kept saying that Kylan was a showman. Yep. Kylan well, was in his boy. mind. He was in love with Kylan. In his dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one thing about um, Derek F. Is time and time again he kept talking about how he wanted to do Kylan. It was disgusting. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to bring. I was about to bring that up, Melissa. Didn't you say something uh, earlier this season that uh, Derek had met, had uh, had meant had brought that up a whole bunch of times? Yeah, how he wanted to pack him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Auntie, Auntie, Auntie. Well, you know, there's kind of kind of too late to unsee that now. Now that it's already mm-hmm. been put out there. It's just, I don't know. It was just like that's what really turned me off to Frankie Grande, the way he used to crawl all over those boys. It used to make me sick. <clears throat> well, the crazy thing what? about Frankie Grande was that him and Zach ended up having a little fling at, years after the show was done. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what right. was so and crazy. Actually it, was, it was most wasn't it wasn't it most recent, I thought? It wasn't that long ago, like last year or something, or the year before. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, they ended up. Oh my gosh! Up. Ooh, that's gr- ooh. Okay. Because I thought Zach was straight, and he ended up coming out as um, bisexual. Well, exactly. Well, it's Zach's way of trying to get back his 15 minutes of fame, essentially. Because what was, I can't think of him. what he looked like. What did he look like? Remember, they were always together, Zach and Frankie. They called themselves Zanky. He would always he wear that. He was always all over him. He was very, he, he was wear, really cute. And he, he's tall, he would wear, dark hair. He would wear the backwards, uh, backwards pink hat that he would always wear. And uh, that yeah. Victoria. Oh, I know that. Okay, okay. 
Remember the yeah. Fruit Loop dingus? And she yes, cried yes, like an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's gay? Yeah, I know. Oh, my Lanka. If anybody exactly. asked me, I used yes. to say that. <laughs> I, pers- huh? I personally think all the time. I per- I, pers- I personally think it's 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 just a way for him to try and stay in the spotlight because no, of, you're not going to uh, sleep with however, somebody. However, no, small, he was. However they were small into each the other. spotlight is because. No. I mean, obviously, he was he was talked about quite a lot after Big Brother 16. Then he got into that whole that whole thing with Evil Dick, uh, that all of a sudden got him a whole bunch of attention on social media, and you know in recent years he's kind of faded into the background, you know, and has basically been forgotten about almost in the big. If I'm not world. mistaken, I think he has his own podcast show. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, but, I'm going to head out know, uh, He got too big for his britches. Hey, that Reggie. was the problem. And many, and many big brother Bye, people Reggie. get that way. Bye. I'll that. see you all later. Good night, Reggie. Thank you for calling. Good night. Oh, no problem. Bye bye. Tonight, Reggie. Not a problem. Thank you all. Bye-bye. A lot of Big Brother Bye. people get like that, though. They get off the show, and they just they, they get all high and mighty, and they think they're going to be big stars, and they end up being very sadly um, disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's, it's, it's uh, that's like, the thing. That's the thing that people don't realize is that, you know, yeah, maybe you'll get a couple of opportunities depending on how popular you were on the season. Maybe you'll get a couple of opportunities. Like I guess the newest thing that they do every single year is they uh, certain certain stars appear on the Young and the Restless or or the old and the uh, the old and the Sleepy the or whatever the hell that show is called. Whatever the hell that show is called. Yeah, the bold and the beautiful. But young, young, young and restless, old and sleepy, bold and beautiful, whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> you know, that's basically the next the next step in post Big Brother, or no, the first step in post Big Brother life is you apparently appear on a random soap opera for CBS. I don't know, uh, and you probably don't even get any speaking lines you're pretty much just an extra sitting there in the background um no riley went that route for a while too he he, they get lines i remember tyler um yeah when he went on he he went on and he had lines they'll say something stupid to like um to kind of like go back to their character on 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 uh big brother They'll usually say something to that effect. You know, something is supposed to be cute and funny, and it's just usually stupid. But they usually will say something that goes back to, you know, what they were like on um, something that pertains to them on Big Brother. Wow, and here and here I thought here I thought pro wrestling was the only uh, was the only form of entertainment that actively insulted their fan base's intelligence. 
Now apparently so. It's, it's usually very it. stupid. The jokes were usually bad. But they would well, do that. The and they would say then. something. That's not, you know, if they if they made the like a, if they would say something, you know, on the show, you know, like um you know, like let's say let's say their tagline was "Let's go." You know, well then they would say it on the soap opera. Let's go. You know, just something stupid like that. Who said "Let's go"? Casey. Yeah. It would be like Casey saying hey. that on the soap opera oh, if Rachel she was on. Say, but if they had like a tagline of some kind, they would end up Casey. saying that on the soap opera. Casey always said it, but then Brittany. Uh, they pick Brittany it up after her. All, all season, she she picked it up from Casey. So they do co- They Brittany tend to copy saying, each other. Go. They'll, they'll yeah. use each other's lines. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's mm. what that's what uh, that's what Big Brother players from this season now apparently will have. Uh, we'll have to look forward to. Oh, Rachel Riley, she had, when she was on The Bold and the Beautiful, she made the stupid comment, nobody comes between me and my man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they do on the soap opera when they talk. They'll throw in one of their stupid taglines because it's supposed to be all cute and adorable, and it's not. It's just like, please, you know. Come on. Yeah. And who in their Especially. right mind decided to have Rachel be on? Not one. She not was two, on a few times, seasons. actually. They brought her and her sister on several times. Well, I met as far as three seasons of Amazing Race. Oh, I know. I will say, as far as like Young and the Restless, I do remember in 2004. Five or 2006, they had Josh Grayson for one episode as a waiter on uh, Young and the Restless after oh. his stint on American Idol. He was on season two. He plays fourth on season two of American Idol. Well, there was one guy, I can't think of his name, with the long black hair and um, I, I, I I'm trying to remember if it was I I think it was American Idol. You know, he did pretty well, but he had a part for a while on one of the shows. It wasn't just like, you know, this little, yeah. you know, teeny weeny role. He actually yeah. had a role on it. I can't think of his name. His name's Constantine yeah. Marulis. Constantine. Thank you. Yes. He he was like he had a big role on the show. Yeah, and then and then he went to Broadway. He's been yep. um He's sure been did. doing Broadway. He's very mm-hmm. good. Um, and he was in Rock I just of Ages. loved him. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I have to tell you that I absolutely loved him on American I Idol. I liked him too. He I was don't really know. Good. I don't know what it is about him, that charisma, and the way he'd look at the camera and stuff. You just, your heart would just stop. It was. Oh, he was sexy. He definitely had sex appeal. Yeah. He was. I actually yeah. got to see him in concert because I went to Did the American Idol concert that year. Awesome. I saw. Um, and then Daughtry. I saw Adam. Daughtry in concert. Oh yeah, I saw him yeah. too. 
And Kelly Clarkson. And then Ad, Adam Lambert was actually on a season of Glee. Right. Um, he was on a season of Glee. He also starred um, with a couple of episodes in Pretty Little Liars. Um And then he became the, the singer for Queen. That's uh-huh. a pretty good role to take. Their he new didn't lead really singer. Want to do That's that. not bad. He, 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 he didn't want to do that in the beginning, though. He really didn't. Was he the singer for Queen? He, uh-huh. Um, he had said that he would like to be able to do his own stuff. And uh, Well, he did for a while before he became their singer. I know. He's been, he's I pretty good. Once he realized he he's been pretty good with Queen. Oh, he's mm-hmm. phenomenal with Queen. But he's he's mm-hmm. phenomenal anyway. I think his voice is just to die for. Mhm. I just thought he didn't win. There, I can't remember, and this kind of he should have turned me off on him. Was that there was one performance he did, and he just reminded me of a that I've ever personally seen one but just the way he was doing it just seemed like a goth porn star huh I, I don't can't know. remember which I... well of course this was a long time ago so I don't remember but I know the show kind of started to go downhill after a certain point yeah, well, after um, Simon left, it was basically defunct. And then it's like there was one guy that won. His name was Philip Phillips. And I'm yeah. like thinking, does your mom not like you? What, because of his name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe she was. Maybe she was just a big fan of uh, of Philip of Phillips Electronics. <laughs> well, that's okay. There were when uh uh when I worked at this restaurant at Scott Air Force Base in Illinois, there was a customer that would come in all the time. His name was Woody Cox. And I came right out and oh asked God. him one day, "Does your mom hot like you?" Huh. I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, that that just messed up. But you can imagine. Actually, I don't. I don't know. Is is Adam Lambert uh, even with Queen anymore? Yeah, I think so. Hi, Jim. Well, last I heard, on? he was. JD. Because I know, I know, I know. Last year, he came out with a solo record. Oh, well, no, he can no, do no. both. Is that you, Steve? Yeah, what? Steve, did you just say that? Came out with a solo record. Well, you when you started talking, you didn't sound like Steve. You sounded like JB. I thought JB did was I? snuck on. Yeah, you sounded no, just maybe like it's, maybe it's uh, maybe maybe it's my voice. I've been I have been feeling in and out a little uh, a little under the weather uh, earlier today. Oh, don't was get COVID. Was don't JB get COVID. on uh, earlier today? Well, luckily for me, luckily for me, I'm vaccinated, so 
if I do get it, it's you not going to be You can still get as, COVID vaccinated. Ask I Teresa. know, I know, I know, but but it won't be as as strong as you know if I wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. Tell that to all the dumbasses that won't get vaccinated. I don't know. I was watching that live show last night, and they, you know, they were showing uh, commercials from New York, and um, they were talking about you can't go into a restaurant, you can't do all of this without a mask on. It's mandated in New York. I wish they'd do that again out here. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, I'll be able to get a booster shot on the 15th. Yeah, I'm not sure when I could get my booster shot. And they're saying, from what the paper said, they're not going to give you any problems. If you go to um, a drugstore or something, you'll be able to get it. Yeah, yeah somebody Moderna's made a been approved. Moderna's been approved, and uh, Pfizer just recently, I believe, approved it for certain uh, age groups. You mean a booster? Yeah, They're the talking booster. about whoever wants to get a booster can can probably get it. Well, to so the school district I work for paid for my first two shots. Chances are we'll probably be hearing from them within the next, uh, shall we say, well, if you got your... First two shots, come and get your third. Yeah, especially working with the kids and everything, Teresa, you definitely want to get that booster. You know, some of my kids have had some of my kids have had COVID so far this year. I'm kind of shocked I haven't gotten it yet. Well, I think that's. Oh. I think that's probably how I got it because I was working summer school. Sure. I'd be surprised if that wasn't the reason. I already fed him, yeah. But, yeah. Because uh... you were really sick, Teresa. You didn't have a mild case. You yeah. were really sick. You said you felt like you had pneumonia. Yep. That's not mild. I mean, fortunately, I got over it about a week and a half, but I felt like crap between then. All I wanted to do was sleep. Which was probably yeah. good, just sleep it off. And then, like, when I when I called the podcast, after you sounded about, terrible. Yeah. I haven't tried to uh, call Steve's podcast, uh, sports podcast, the next day just because I was bored, but <laughs> I couldn't even uh, <laughs> I couldn't even stay on that very long. Yeah, which, by the way, the sports mm-hmm. podcast will be back tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and also, speaking of which, speaking of upcoming podcasts, we will obviously have the Survivor Recap Show uh, next Thursday night, Thursday. Uh, hosted by Jim Early. So, uh, 
And for the first time in quite some time, we will have Fridays off. Yeah, until Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, I'll miss the Friday shows. I, I enjoy your Friday shows. Well, I'm sure Jim yeah, will probably a, be having a New Year's Eve one, so that'll maybe. be on a Friday night. Maybe. Or it'll Christmas yeah, I don't know. or something. Yeah, depending on what he's got going on in his life. Well, not just that. It, it actually, because it, it, I'm probably, I would probably be the one to uh, handle the control room that night, and it would all depend on how much I have in me that would determine, you know, whether or not certain people get on the call. Speaking of having or too much just... in you. Or if I'll just be when, laying face flat, uh, face if, or maybe I'll be laying face first, right on my, uh, right on my laptop. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know Especially, when Sarah was in Japan, she was telling me about this sailor that got drunk, went went into an internet cafe, stripped naked, and pissed everywhere. Oh, Wait, say that again. I had to. I had to get off to yell at my doggies. What? What? What did you say? When When Sarah was in Japan, she was telling me about one of the sailors that went into an internet cafe, stripped naked, and peed. Ew. That's yeah. I could have gone my whole life without hearing that. <laughs> Hey, maybe maybe the maybe the bathroom was full. This is why I'm getting this Friday show. Hey, you know, you know, you know, maybe maybe the maybe the bathroom was full, and if you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, I will I will say this: uh, when we went when we went to uh, did you, Steve? Did you how, did you watch Amazing Race? Uh, last season was probably the first full season that I've actually watched it. Okay, well, we went to Fuji Q, which was the amusement park that they showed in season nine. But uh, they had videos of what not to do on the rides. And on the Ferris wheel, they had a video basically telling you not to be naked on the ride. <laughs> they had a naked guy dancing. His junk pixels uh, out. I'm looking at this and being like, why would they have to tell you this? It should be common sense. And Sarah was like, because somebody's probably done it, and it was probably a drunk American. <laughs> and poor mm. Melissa, she's probably shaking her head and like being like, Melissa, we got to get a Melissa comeback. Come on, girl. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let me down. Your comebacks are so good. <laughs> Uh, 
No words. Oh my God. Yeah, hang on. The worst, you guys. The worst. Warning: The following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. <laughs> you guys, here's, here's a horrible story. When I was 17 years old, one of my girlfriends invites me to stay over at her dad's. And he lived probably about 45 minutes away, this gorgeous home out in the middle of nowhere, and he took us out to dinner with his beautiful younger girlfriend, all of this. Everything seemed so nice. And late that night, Kathy and I are watching TV, and her dad comes down. I'm just imagine, I'm 17 years old. Her dad comes down in a robe. He's exposing himself to us. Can you imagine this? 17 uh, years old. Uh, I was no. scared out no, of my I mind. Can't. Now, my girlfriend didn't tell me that he had problems in the past. <laughs> Why didn't she? Because I wouldn't have slept over. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> Can you imagine? Not as bad as uh, my uh, 10-year-old. Oh, it was nasty as hell. Trust me, uh, Teresa, it was nasty. My, uh, my, uh, uh, when I was a senior in high school, my 10-year-old uh, next-door neighbor telling me, yeah, when I was in band class today, uh, our teacher had his zipper open and he wasn't wearing underwear. <laughs> and I found out a short time oh, later that was probably a mistake. he ended up getting fired for He should, and he absolutely should. But that was probably a mistake. But this was no mistake. This girl's father had a problem. (laughs) She thought he was better. Oh, my God. God. Can you imagine, you guys? It was so nasty. Oh, my God. And her and I are looking at each other, and and we're, like, giggling nervously, not because it was, like, funny, but because we were, like, so creeped out and... Oh, it was so horrible. And he's going, why are you laughing? Oh, it was so sick. Oh, my gosh. It was so horrible. <laughs> why am I laughing? But, and then, but imagine you had to stay the night there. Because don't forget, he's like 45 minutes away from home in the middle of nowhere. Oh, why is, that was pretty scary, you guys. Getting, I was petrified. Why is this getting put? Why is this getting put into my head? Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna relive this through my own dreams. It's not fun being a girl sometimes, Steve. It it really isn't. <laughs> sometimes us you women can come across these serious creeps. I think uh Steve is going to uh the only way Steve is gonna describe it, be able to describe this is in a therapist's office with dolls. Uh, no, because I don't play with dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're blow up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't re- 
Matt, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Steve. I'm teasing. I didn't mean it. Well, I, I I'm, couldn't I, at this point. I had to get Melissa I'm, come back. <laughs> at, the, at this at this point, I'm numb. So, yeah. So, did you notice how um, the dress, how Claire was dressed in the finale? I'm trying to remember what she wore. I did she was just not wearing this, actually. This, this, she wore a dress, right? She, her body is to die for. Oh yeah. You know, she had she had made a comment when she um was evicted that she had gone in and she did not want to be seen as a physical threat or anything like that. So she said that she was wearing baggy clothes, you know, super baggy clothes and <clears throat> dressed herself down as much as she could because she didn't want anybody thinking that she may be a physical threat. But, man, she comes out of that house. Oh, my God. I thought she looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I get that, though. And she had she had this, um, they were showing this one picture of her. She was out with a couple of the others after the finale, wearing a pair of really tight jeans and a crop top. I was like, dang, girl. I thought she looked really good. Well, I will say that, I mean, Xavier got unanimous votes, but he didn't play as good as Cody because either way, Cody was never on the block where Xavier was. Yeah, Xavier was on the block many times. The entire All-Star season was basically scripted for Cody from the very beginning. I'd agree with uh-huh. that. And yeah. I'm, not ta- I'm, not talking to- I'm not talking about in terms of, you know, pre-game alliances and whatnot. I'm not talking about that. It's, you know, it's almost like you're, watch- you're watching a movie, essentially, and the main protagonist in this case was Cody. So it's like, okay, you can tell right from the very beginning of the season that Cody's going to win. You know, there's no there's no other option out there to choose from. It's going to be Cody, just simply but, based on everything that we were shown. But uh, how you talk about uh, how Brittany's ears made you bleed every time she'd rap, that's the way I felt every time Nicole would go, Kenny! I know. Kenny? Cody! Yeah. Well, the year before that, it was Corey. Corey. Yeah. Hayden. Oh, Corey. Okay, okay. Corey, that's, 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 I don't want to go on the block. I remember that, too. Yeah. You know, there was a okay, now I finally remembered what I wanted to say earlier. Um Kyland apparently right as soon as he got his uh his phone back, 
apparently started setting up one-on-one conversations with every single fan that sh- that shit talked him the entire season on Twitter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's actively he even fought against his own sister. On Get Twitter. out of here, really? But he actively like he he actively started setting up different one-on-one uh, conversations, uh, like either through Zoom or whatnot, uh, to talk face-to-face apparently with each of the each of the people that uh, that essentially attacked him during the season. Unbelievable, Patty. Yeah. Well, because he thinks it's going to change the minds. Because <laughs> good luck. Yeah, huh? be, because. That's how he is. And he yeah. will twist and turn and turn and mm-hmm. twist until oh, yeah. he, he will not he will not stop until you agree with him and tell him he's right. Period. And that's Tiffany had said that too. That he cannot be wrong. He has to be right. He Always be right, be. yeah. Yep. Mhm. It's too bad they couldn't get rid of him week one instead of Travis. Yeah, as it turned out, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could have dealt with much of the surfer bra the whole season. So he wasn't really like that, though. Well, yeah, because he never was given the opportunity to do so. No, I've heard him speaking, and he's not anything like that. Yeah, we didn't see a whole lot of him. We didn't see I was a whole disappointed lot of him. when I got to know him a little bit because it's like that stinks, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I would have liked him because I didn't like him at first. I was I agree with you. I thought he was going to be like that too, Steve, but he really wasn't. He just wasn't given a chance. We didn't get to see too <sighs> much of him, but you know they they created that one alliance, um, him and um, Derek X, and. Um, that, what were they calling it? The fire. Uh, oh man, I, oh, I cannot so remember the name remember. of it. Yeah, but um, I think that he has some pretty good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get to see enough of him to know exactly how he was going to be. Yeah, we might have liked him, Steve. Well, you know what? Uh, with with Xavier being our newest winner, where would you guys rank him in the list of of, uh, of winners? Do you think he's top ten? Do you think he's top five? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's middle of the pack, bottom of the pack? Bottom of the pack. Really? Well, I I you wouldn't really... say he's top ten. I wouldn't. I say would he's give him top a top 10. ten. I would give him a top ten. Uh, okay. You know, j- just going off of the more recent seasons, I would rank him over Steve Moses. I would yep. rank him over Nicole. I would Yo, rank him yeah. over yeah. Josh. Yeah. I would rank him yeah. over Josh. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Casey is still 50-50. I don't know if I would rank about him Mickey? over Casey yet. Uh, what about Mickey? 
No, I don't think I would rank him over Mickey. Mickey was completely different. You know, he he was pretty much in control that entire season. Of, but it was also the 21. way he played, though. He played with class. He really did. Xavier played with class. He never down-talked him. I mean, he said True. that. And, and I agree with that. He he was very respectful of people. Uh, let's see. Andy? Andy's oh. at the bottom of my list. So, I mean, yeah, me too. Far, he, he's he's you know, down the bottom with Nicole. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would probably maybe put him over Adam. Oh, yeah. Big Brother Big Brother 9, that is. Uh, and the girl that won um, Janie's over... season, she wasn't great. Maggie? It's her name over again, Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, I, I, I put her at the bottom. I mean, these are the winners that I honestly think would be ranked above Xavier. I mean, obviously, of course, you have Will Kirby. Uh, I would probably put June, honestly, above him. June was a good winner. Dick, Dan, Jordan. Yeah, well, yeah, Derek, obviously. Jordan, I don't know about Jordan. Oh, horrible. Horrible winner. I would put I I love her Mickey. Did you really, Melissa? Did you? Wow. I'm sorry. I won't I won't I won't tell you how I feel about her then. (laughs) I like her off the Uh, show. I I thought she was a lot better than Kevin or Natalie. Nasty Nat. Oh, Natalie was horrendous. Ugh. Natalie was just in a in a group of her own. She was terrible. I would put I would put Mickey above uh, Xavier, and I would put Cody above Xavier. Even though Cody seemingly had the game handed to yeah, him, I would uh, on week one last I year. Cody still played one of the more dominant seasons in Big Brother history for a winner. So. Um, honestly, I'd, pro- Xavier I'd probably played his put ass Rachel. Off. I'd probably put Rachel, and I'd probably put Ian above him too. No, well, so well, yeah. Well, I mean, we all I have our opinions. Any, I would say, if anything, maybe he's more middle of the pack as opposed to you know maybe a top ten. Oh, what do, what yeah. do you think, Melissa? Where would you where would you have him, uh, Xavier, ranked out of out of all twenty three? Oh, I would probably say the middle of the pack. Teresa, what are your yeah. thoughts? Well, I can't really say because I've only watched uh, two seasons. Probably yeah. uh, he was better than Cody in a lot of ways. In Kansas, I you don't said think you, so. you I said don't... you would have him. You said you would have top him 10. at the bottom of the pack, Kansas. Oh, top. 10. Oh, I know. Okay. I said top ten. He would be in the top ten. I mean, go, go Cody. I thought he was a very good say. player. I really did. 
a very deserving Cody was winner. A, I think Cody, yeah, Cody's above him. Cody was very dominant in competition. Yeah, I I, um, I will agree with that. And the fact, but that Xavier never, could have won competition, fair, but he didn't. Yeah. He held back. Yeah, to be to be fair to be fair uh, in that aspect, Xavier could have potentially, if mm-hmm. he did not throw competitions this year. Yeah, he threw comp. When he wanted to win, he won. And plus, I didn't even know. I didn't know he was a division. A division. What? What was it? Division one or division two? Basketball star. In college. Yeah, in college. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't even know that. Uh, that aspect at all. And I didn't even know that he was actually a bartender for wedding venues, did he say? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Which basically those type of places or the wedding venues and stuff were mainly beer and wine or well drinks. Well, hey, technically it wasn't a lie. Yeah. Technically, so I'm surprised, I'm surprised that the only person things. I'm surprised that the only person who picked up on him being a lawyer was Derek. Yeah, he knew it right from the beginning. Tiffany had her idea too. Did she? Tiffany thought so too. Yeah. You know, now I'm more convinced after, especially after seeing the finale, I'm more convinced that if Aza had taken Big D, that she probably would have won over Big yeah, D. Yeah, I think so, However, too. I, I think am, so, too. I am, very, I am very shocked, though, when she said that she would have taken Xavier regardless. Because she was upset at Big D. Because Big D was stupid. He should have kept his mouth shut. I mean, I just I just can't understand that, you know. Uh, the he fact that, that I understand she wanted the best representation possible for a black winner, for the first ever black winner, but come on. You have money on the line, $750,000. dollars Mm-hmm. Why aren't you going for the easy win? Because she said that money wasn't that important to her. And there are so a lot of religious people. The There's a lot of, honestly, though, Steve, there are a lot of serious religious people that really do feel that way. Well, that's fine, but you know, why? If the money isn't important, why did you even come on the show? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She wanted the money. She did. She was, I think she would have, I think she would have taken Derek if she would have had the opportunity. I think at first she would have taken Derek, but then when he opened his mouth up at her and hurt her, I think that was what blew it. 
Well, she that's thought what that she they said. were friends, and he really, you know, opened her eyes up. <laughs> yeah, was she had really basically st- said that up until, um, up until the point where he was talking about how he carried her, mm-hmm. she had thought about she thought that she would always take him until he opened his big mouth. You're right. And she realized that he really wasn't the friend that she thought he was. Uh-huh. Because all along she thought that he was her best friend. Yep. And I think that more, I think if they start watching the show back, I think if they start reading a lot of the um, feedback, you know, from the season, they're all going to realize that's what a tool he is. Yeah. You know? And he'll be surprised, too, to see how many people couldn't stand him. Because I think Derek yeah. looked at himself and thought, I'm going to have so many fans, and they're all just going to uh-huh. love me. Don't you think? He's going to be shocked. Yep. I think a lot of people thought well, that believe- way. Well, I, you know. believe it or not, Derek is actually Derek is actually already going after some of his uh, uh, some of the fans. Oh, I could see that with these with these subtle uh, these uh, these subtle responses that he's giving out on uh, on Twitter. No, oh, I'm sure he's pissed. Basically, basic basically he's uh, he's throwing in their faces that he's seventy five thousand dollars richer. And they are. Oh man, that figures. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah play like that card, Derek. You play it. Like that's gonna shut them up and yeah, say, oh sure. my God, you're the king. Change their <laughs> mind. Well, they can also throw at them. Don't forget, sweetie, you're going to be losing thirty percent of that. <laughs> I can just, you know, I think he's he's thinking one big party. Mm-hmm. He's gonna want to travel. He's gonna want to go take trips. And party. That's what he's going to want to do. Yep. That's what I see him doing. He's going to and blow also, it all. You know, not only not only did we have the first and second place finishers, but we also had Tiffany taking home America's favorite player nice. over Derek yeah. over Derek X, which kind of surprised me actually, because considering how big Derek X's fan base is, I honestly thought that he probably would have been a runaway for the uh for America's favorite. She was well, a better he player was in the him. beginning. He was in the beginning. That he really was, you know, but then um when Tiffany was evicted, um that kind of kind of blew that all up where people were starting to say that they thought Tiffany deserved it more. She did. Yeah, she, she did. She was a better player. I, I mm-hmm. think a lot of his fans might have been pissed off, too, when they were giving him that money, you know, to play in that relay, and he and he just, and he, and he didn't do it. And, and that's mm-hmm. how he lost the game. Fans were trying to help him. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be yeah, a little pissed off at him, too. To, be like, you know, dude, we were trying instead, to help you, and, and instead, you just threw that back in our face. 
and instead he decided to overthink because he got too comfortable. And that's when mm-hmm. you lose it all. Yeah. Because he didn't look like a good old to happened. me at the end. Not at all. I I still love Derek X, but I'm I'm glad. Oh, he's Tiffany a nice won guy. That. Yeah. Very likable. I'm glad. I'm glad Tiff won it. I'm thrilled she won it. She deserved it. Yeah, I voted she for can her. Help oh, she, my votes went to her. Yeah, she she's definitely somebody I think uh we could definitely see in a season later on down the road if they bring back returnees. Yeah, and I'd love to see mm-hmm. her come back. Yeah. You know, she's one of those players. She's one of those players that people believe got robbed. Essentially. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, you know, though, she said anything, that she would come she would come back if she could come back with Derek X. I'd prefer to see her come back just by herself. I don't yeah, need to see Derek X again. Well, really I mean, don't. let's take let's you know, let's take a look at all the at all the players from this season. Who do you think realistically could have a shot at returning for a second season? Tiffany. Tiffany, Derek X. Tiffany and Derek X for sure. Possibly Hannah. Um, And I think that's about it. Yeah, right. I would actually probably throw Kyland into that mix. And obviously Xavier, you know. Uh, obviously, you know really? Xavier. He's going to be Xavier is going to be in the conversation because he is a winner. You know, uh, he would probably be in the conversation for a potential return if they uh, if they were to do an all winner season or you know something like a coaches uh, like coaches like a BB fourteen. I have a feeling Xavier would probably be on the list. Oh, but yeah. Kylan, you know. You, no, I don't you know, see Kylan at did, all. Kylan did bring a bit of a personality this season, which is kind of what CBS looks for. But they don't like know, him. When it comes to. He's not liked, though. The fans don't like him. So true. why would they bring back someone no. that. They're going to bring back somebody that the fans like, not dislike. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, we were talking about that Natalie before from season 11, or was it, yeah, season 11, Jesse season? Yeah, second season. 11. season. Uh-huh. We were talking about her. She thought for sure she was going to be big news. She thought she was going to yeah. be getting married. She thought CBS was going to do a show for her. And her, I mean, it's like, you got to be kidding, darling. CBS isn't going to do crap for you. Right. Not unless you're Boston Rob. But she was hated. The fans hated her. Because I remember Evil Dick talking about her one time and saying, you know, what a shame it was because she was such a good player. But the fans hate her, and it's like, yeah, good. (laughs) I never want to see her again. They they hate her because she was against Jeff. She was against Jeff and Jordan. No, that's not why I hated her. 
I hated everything. She lied continuously. She was just disgusting. She was well, so, she made the, the stupidest though. lies up. She was such a troublemaker. I couldn't stand her. And I loved Lydia. Do you remember Lydia? She was so much fun. Lydia Tavares. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yes. The little uh, the little funeral she put on for uh, for Jesse. After she was got so funny when she was drunk that night on the bed yelling at Jeff. That was the funniest thing ever. She was so much fun. <laughs> Oh, looks like we lost Teresa. Teresa oh, just dropped. She didn't say good night. She got disconnected. Oh, Teresa. I wonder if she just hung up. Well, she texted she messaged me on Facebook and said she got dis that she got disconnected with uh with a uh, crying face. Oh, tell her we said. Can you can you uh, type back and and tell her that we say good night to her? Yeah. Thank Hang you. Mm. I like Teresa. You guys were so funny tonight, you, Melissa. You and her you guys were so 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 damn funny. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna miss about this show. You guys cracked me yeah. the hell up. I had more fun with you guys. Than I did watching the, the damn show itself. You guys talking about it yeah. just cracked me up. Oh, I, I, I mean, uh, <sighs> you should well, hear we that night. You were talking. You went off on Alyssa that one night, and I swear to you, I had tears streaming. I was laughing so hard. And I thought about it the next day, what you said, and I just started back into hysterics again the very next day, just remembering what you said, and I was just, I just lost it. <laughs> well, we will, we yeah, will t- be what? back for uh, for Celebrity Big Brother uh, once that becomes. Oh, we'll have some fun, you guys. Ready. Oh, you know they're going to be drunk and crazy. If they bring New York back, you know, I love New York, Tiffany, Tiffany Pollard, if they bring her, she'll carry the whole damn show. That would be so good. Unless she gets eliminated early on. No, I hope not. Who is Tiffany Pollard? New York. New York. Remember remember New York? uh, She's from Flavor of Flavor Flav on VH1. Flavor Flav. She had her own. uh, She had her own show called I Love New York. After Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav is what started her when when they were you know looking to uh, marry him. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as Flavor of Love, but it's you know instead of. Flavor Flav, it's New York, who was probably the most popular contestant out of any of the Flavor of Love seasons oh, that yeah, they had. Oh, yeah, by far. Who'd even hardly remember any of them? So when we were talking about Alyssa, was that when I was talking about her constantly talking about her hoo-ha? Yes. You just went off on her. It was so funny. That yeah, was hysterical. Way, does, you had me crying, girlfriend. You really does, did. It, 
it do, it does look like her and Christian are back together, by the way. So. Oh, I'm sure. They really like each other. That's cool. That's nice. Because Christian, cause Christian, uh, Christian and actually, I think all of the jurors were actually in Los Angeles. And that they uh, are not the jurors. Uh, all the pre-jurors were in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, I thought they were home. And I thought they no, were all No, apparently home. not. Apparently not, because Christian uh, Christian was at the rap party, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah. Why didn't they bring them out then? They always would bring them out, and they would sit, Toby. you know, off in their little corner. Oh, I guess COVID reasons? I don't know. Well, they could test them. They could have still been there. I thought, the way they were talking, I thought they were all at home. I thought they were cheap and they just didn't want to fly them in. Yeah, no, they were probably oh, in their uh they were probably in their sequestered areas. But he's a nice you know kid, that, Christian. Uh, he's a very nice kid. You know that Christian was um trying to get CBS to pay for him to ride his bike to California. The yeah, he said he did. He did say that that would be his uh, his number one goal after he got eliminated. That if they if they um, sponsored him, he would ride his bike from wherever he was at to California. That's huh. a pretty long. That's a pretty long distance from Connecticut to California. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think he would have made it. To be honest. No. No. He probably he probably would have had to take off from the moment he got home. Uh, to. You know, then immediately go straight back to L.A. Yeah, and he still may not have made it. He may have made it, but he may not have made it in time. Can you imagine? Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I couldn't imagine him going any more than a couple hundred miles a day. That would just be too much. And you know, I guess Especially there were no in, backyard interviews this year. Oh, Again, I didn't even think like about that. Year. Really. I guess it must be the new. Uh, it must be the unless this is just for COVID. I think this might be the new um, method that they go with, and instead they'll do like the media interviews. Uh, you know, last over, year was um, COVID too, Steve. Well, yeah, COVID but, was 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 ramping know, through the world last year too. But mm-hmm. you are st- you are starting to see you know more media scrums in like sports, for example, uh, where there's more media members, of course, socially distanced. But you know <clears throat> it's it's not like they're doing question and answers anymore over over Zoom like they were in the past uh, yeah. in the past year right. or so. So it kind of makes me wonder if maybe Big Brother has has pretty much decided, you know, let's just do it this way so that we'll have, you know, a little more control 
over what some of the house guests may say potentially. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Very I mean, that's one way to potentially that's one way to potentially look at it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But I like the backyard interviews. Yeah, sometimes they were really good. I mean, uh-huh. they didn't just get rid of uh they didn't just get rid of the backyard interviews. They also got rid of uh pop TV. You know, there's that no more after dark. Showtime was the best. The Showtime mm-hmm. after dark was so, so good. So it 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 kind of seems like they're starting to phase out certain certain things that uh, aren't going to generate enough interest to warrant, you know, keeping those things up. Hmm. Such as such as them airing uh, Big Brother After Dark on Pop TV. I wonder why I Pop TV understand. got rid of it because I thought it was a pretty big show for them. Yeah, I thought a lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. They, that's you know they would watch that because they couldn't afford the live feeds or exactly. So that would be they their... had a big fan base. Yeah, that they would watch the the pop TV. Well, I every preferred night. watching it on TV than sitting on the computer. You know, oh I can. Um... So, I guess apparently Derek F apologized to Tiffany and also to Azza. Did he? In in his ET interview that he Good. gave. I'm glad but, to hear yeah, that. Yeah, but it wasn't sincere. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't sincere though. It wasn't sincere. Really? And Hannah what a jerk. And Azza Hannah and Azza were just sitting there almost like they were biting their tongues. Wow. Well, yeah, because they're being taped by by Entertainment Tonight. So, you know, whatever they say is going to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just look like they were biting their tongues. Wow. Yep. I don't know. But you know what? It's getting close to that time, guys. It's almost time. Four? So I just want to, for, it's about about 10 minutes, 11 minutes before 10, my time. Yeah, 11. 11, um, uh... Before we yeah. hear, thank you minutes. for using Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> mhm. You were right in yeah. the middle of yeah, something too. You were like in a good conversation last night too, Melissa. And then she knocked you off. 
Yeah, I don't even remember what I was saying. You were talking. It was it was interesting. You were in a real good point, and you were talking about something, and she knocked you right off. You know, I I am struggling to open. I'm I'm struggling right now to keep my eyes open. So it, I'm probably gonna pass out like right as right as soon as uh right as soon as we get off the air here. Um, I would go get actually. Technically, and I can't I remember I going to bed to. this early, Steve. I th- I think I might have to anyways because you know if there's a um. If there's contact tracing, you know, I may be one of the close contacts, potentially. I figure it's a Friday night. You'd just be out and about. Oh, not Friday night, but last Saturday night I was. Were you? And uh, let's just say even though Whispers Whispers didn't get a taste of Steve, uh, I was pretty loaded. You hey, you texted me. You texted me, and you said you were perfectly sober. Hey, I was. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You said you were like six or seven beers in, and you were perfectly sober. <laughs> well, it's true. I, you know, uh, I, I felt a buzz. I, I did feel a buzz, but it wasn't like. Like my movement wasn't being affected or anything. It was weird. It was like, you know how it how it sometimes feels when you're when you sleep on your side, and you know your side starts to become numb. Oh it was yeah. Like that, but on it was like that, but all all over my body. It was so weird. Like normally, along with the buzz comes the sway the you know the swaying back and forth and i did not get that at all last saturday and Mm -hmm. people could actually understand my words well that's good but because you were out in public like that i would go get tested i would go get tested yeah yeah, you're probably right. Oh, Steve, you weren't wearing a mask? No, I, well, yeah, no, I wasn't. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to say this really quick before we get logged off. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening in on our podcast for the season. Thanks, those, for calling in, um, Kansas and Laura and Teresa and and Reggie. It made for a really good season of Big Brother. And so thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. I hope to see you back for Celebrity Big Brother. And also... it's official that they are having a Big Brother 24. So we'll be seeing you next summer as well. I'm looking Go forward to, to February. Podcast. That'll be fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a much and better I, time mm-hmm. recapping and talking about the show yeah. than we did this season. We'll have a lot more. Yeah. Time. You know, so, I just, I just, and, I just hope all the nonsense stops. You know, all the, I mean, 
God knows how many things I had to uh, I had to delete this season in Big Brother Whispers. You know, it. Uh huh. It's just gotten, and obviously the whole the whole black versus white uh, That's race a shame war. That it, that, ha- that didn't have to happen. Yeah. I awful. also have to add. I also have to add thanks to Jim Early for making our podcast possible, and thanks to Steve for not only co-hosting but running our switchboard as well. Good job. Yeah, because if it if it wasn't if it wasn't for uh you know if it wasn't for Jim, uh we wouldn't have have these all the quality content that we've been, that we've been able to provide people. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it seems like maybe, maybe perhaps, uh, we may keep things exclusive, uh, originally, uh, that is at first to whispers, but, uh, tonight's episode will go up as, uh, as scheduled. I switched it back over to public. So, um, just block his ass, you know? Just block. Yeah, yeah just block his number. Um, but actually, you know, I've looked. There's no way that you can actually do it. So it's almost like well, if he somebody didn't call calls in. Tonight. in. Maybe no, he, he heard didn't. us last night talking about him, and he realized his jig was up. Mm. You know. Well, because the, the whole mm-hmm. thing with blog talk is. The whole thing with blog talk is you can't really get anybody. You can only, um, like, disconnect them or something, for example. Or, you know, they can still call in, but well, you it's can hang your up choice whether or not. Yeah. You can just but, choose uh, not to add him. Yeah, you can choose... That's the th- that's the thing too. You know, you can choose not to add not to add certain people, uh, but they'll still get to listen to the uh, to the call and everything. Well, he can listen. He could call to the show later and listen. You know, on the computer. See, I yeah. I've been doing that, you guys, with your shows. You know, because I come like forty five minutes to an hour late. So during yeah. the week, I'll re I'll listen to the beginning of your show to see what I missed. And, um, you know, till when I come on. So I listen to what, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to what you guys talk about. Oh, gosh. So I never miss any. About just so you know, Melissa and Steve, I never miss any of your shows. Even though I might come late, I will re-listen. Oh, Steve, that means we have to quit talking about her. You never talked about <laughs> me oh, once. The only I'm time you talked kidding. about me was... When I wasn't there for a reason, and I'm and I'm, and I'm yelling at, them, but I but I would have been there or something, you know, just say you know I would have been there, but I yeah, ended up going out with my husband. <laughs> I think Kansas. Steve might have said something like, "I bet Kansas forgot" or something. I think it was something like that. I bet Kansas forgot about the show because I'm yelling. I'm like, "No, no, guys, I would have been there." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always will We're listen teasing, yeah. to you guys. We're teasing, yeah. It's, it's so a great show. You guys did a fantastic job. 
So if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to the Survivor podcast. Well, Survivor, I don't know. That one, no. But Big Brother, for sure. For Big Brother, it's always spoil the show away from me. That's fine. The Survivor, I, yeah, that's why I come on late, definitely. You'll hear, we'll hear us saying, well, since Kansas isn't on right now, I'll say this. And then he'll give yeah, us a whole bunch exactly. of <laughs> Jim knows he can get all that crap out. Because <laughs> I give at least 45 minutes. I usually come on 45 minutes to an hour, you know, with, with Survivor. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. Uh, these first two episodes, uh, Jim has given out quite a bit of information. Uh, I'm a bit sure of he has. I'm sure. He, he went a little bit overboard. Yeah. For me. <laughs> he went a little bit overboard last night, and I figured out who the winner is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you're going to have mm-hmm. to message me that because I, after two episodes, I have I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Yeah. I think I know who I think I know who it is. But anyway, he, I, I, the uh, way he worded it was the way he worded it. I had just said something rather, and the way he worded it, then I knew who it was. And you don't find that uh, disappointing? You don't want to find out at the end what happens, or would you, you you actually <laughs> rather would know early? See, I'm a weirdo because I like to know those things. No, it's not a weirdo. So it's, it's just your taste. So I can, you know, it's just so I you know what you cheer, like. So I can cheer on the the right people. You know, everybody's <laughs> different. You know, we all have you know, different you know tastes. Mm-hmm. For me, with Survivor, so I, I I want I don't want to know any. I just want to be surprised. Yeah, yeah I I just um, I would rather know so I could cheer on. Mm-hmm. You know. And see so how I it plays out. Yeah. Because um, Eddie's just like just you like, that way. Eddie also wants to know. Just, it's just like, um, I'll say this really, really quick because we're really out of time. Um, it's just like with Big Brother. I watch the live feeds. I keep up with all the updates. So I know what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I watch the show because I want to see what the diary rooms are. I want to.